Some called her the North Korean Ivanka. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The sister of Kim Jong-un has left the Olympics. Fox's Simon Owen is live in Seoul, South Korea. Dave, from the opening ceremony to the ice hockey, Kim Yo-jong's every move was watched closely here during a rare three-day visit to the South. The 30-year-old was seen almost permanently smiling, although she didn't speak in public the whole time she was here. She did issue an invitation for South Korea's president to travel to the North. He said he would if the conditions were right. U.S. Vice President Mike Pence now raising the possibility of high-level talks with North Korea, telling the Washington Post, if they want to talk, we'll talk. Dave. Simon, the U.S. has won four medals so far at these Olympics, two of them gold. Democrats are preparing to edit their memo. X out classified material the White House says cannot be released. But this president refuses to put the people's lives at risk and play politics with national security. Spokesman Hogan Gidley. Democrats say it's being blocked politically. Their goal here is to put the FBI on trial, to put Bob Mueller's investigation on trial. Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff on CBS says the Republican memo they rebut was misleading, alleging FBI bias using the Trump dossier to spy on an ex-campaign aide. The president just tweeted, after so stupidly spending $7 trillion in the Middle East, it's now time to start investing in our country. Pushing his infrastructure plan, Fox's Rachel Sutherland, live in Washington. Dave, the president's plan to rebuild the nation's roads, bridges, and railways is centered on stimulating $1.5 billion in improvements while cutting red tape to speed projects. Around $200 billion of the proposed spending would come from the federal government. A large part of that money would be in the form of grants to state and local governments. Democrats in the U.S. Chamber of Commerce want the administration to commit more federal dollars funded by tax increases or closing tax loopholes. Dave? Rachel, the Senate, they'll start the DACA and immigration debate today. This is Fox News. Fair and balanced. Arizona's junior senator is taking aim once again at the White House. I'm Greg Paul, KNST News. Frequent White House critic Senator Jeff Flake says it's a bit of an understatement to say the Trump administration could have handled the abuse allegations against former staff secretary Rob Porter better. I do think if you put on a political hat that that is a big problem, um, certainly uh, uh, how we are viewed as Republicans uh, in the next election. The Republican tells NBC's Meet the Press there could be fallout politically. Flake added, it's a big problem not to show any concern or empathy for the potential victim of these cases. The president tweeted on Saturday that lives were being shattered by a mere allegation. Also in the nation's capital, with the budget battle behind them, lawmakers are turning their attention to immigration reform. The Senate is expected to start an open debate on an immigration bill this week. Congressman Ruben Gallego told CNN the problem is in the House. Well, the path forward is hopefully a compromise. We know that the Senate right now, Democrats and Republicans, have been working diligently on a compromise that's going to provide some level of border security in exchange for some stabilization and legalization of our dreamer community. The Democratic congressman accuses House. House Speaker Paul Ryan of stalling efforts to take up any legislation that doesn't meet the approval of President Trump. Gallego is calling on Ryan to show leadership and to allow a process where a compromise bill can be debated on the House floor. And U-Haul officials are handing out bonuses as a result of the Republican tax cut. The Arizona-based company will give full-time employees a one-time bonus of $1,200, while part-timers will get $500. Officials say more than 28,000 workers will see extra cash by the end of February, with more than 3,800 of those here in Arizona. I'm Greg Paul, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Here's a Facebook trivia question to begin the week. What's the most requested Facebook feature from its users? If you set a thumbs down, a dislike button, you're right on the money. 
And once again, as expected, Facebook's response is tone deaf. Kim Commando with your Monday Consumer Tech Update. Instead of a button to simply dislike something, Facebook is testing a button they call Downvote. They say that Downvote will create a lighthearted way for people to signal to Facebook that a comment is inappropriate, uncivil, or misleading. Now, I don't know about you, but it's pretty hard for me to understand why Facebook can't understand any of this. Is the Facebook staff really so fragile that it needs all of us to be lighthearted when we report back to them that they've pushed out fake news, they've live-streamed a murder, a suicide, a gang rape, or just an old-fashioned beating, or maybe allowed a group of pedophiles to trade pictures of kids online? Maybe I'm just too simplistic, but what exactly is wrong with disliking something? I'm Kim Commando. Let me tell you why I've long been a fan of Epson and why you will be too when you experience the economical Epson EcoTank 4750 wireless all-in-one printer. Say goodbye to your old, slow, expensive printer and move up to my printer of choice. The incredible EcoTank 4750 comes with enough ink right out of the box to print up to 11,000 color pages. That's the equivalent to 30 ink cartridge sets and up to two years of printing. The 4750 is truly wireless. Print from any iPad, iPhone, Android, tablet, smartphone, or through your own Wi-Fi network. And this Epson holds 250 sheets in the paper tray. When it's finally time for ink, you easily refill the printer's ink tanks in seconds. The 4750 is truly cartridge-free printing. Epson's EcoTank 4750 wireless all-in-one printer is available everywhere. Cartridge-free printing with the Epson EcoTank, the smart choice. More information at epson.com slash ecotankkim. Um. February 12th. I can't believe what Ryan just asked me, but we can't say it on the air for come on all kinds of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Uh, how you doing? Hope the weekend was really good. I'm sure you're all into the Olympics, right? My wife was watching ice dancing, and I'm like, what? Whatever. And I, <laughs> ice dancing. It was on, and, and she's like, this is like amazing, and I'm like, mm-hmm. You know, I could be watching my Islanders right now, which is real <clears throat> skates and ice and stuff like Anyway, uh, three things that I think you need to know. Uh, number one, the Senate is going to, this week, probably starting today, have a what they call a freewheeling debate. You're going to hear that term a lot today. A bunch of these jackholes are going to get up there and talk about all kinds of things to get to amnesty. So watch out for that. You have to have faith in the Trumpster to not let, well, not sign any of the pieces of garbage that are going to be presented to him. So that's happening today. Okay. Uh, second thing, 
that I think you need to know. Man, oh man, oh man. And this is uh, this is another one right here. Um, the memo. The president did not release the Democratic memo because they set him up. Put all kinds of stuff in it that's bad that needed to be redacted. So said the FBI. There actually were sources and methods in there that needed to be redacted. And on top of so the Democrats, of course, say Trump's the worst. He's a hypocrite. He's the... Turns out even Congressman Mark Meadows, Republican congressman, said this is funny considering 75% of the Democrats haven't even read their own memo. That's nice, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, third thing I think you need to know, we'll get into this. The University of Arizona, and it again, this is your tax dollars. I'm waiting for Bob Robbins to start cleaning house. I mean, if you're a con- you know, uh, state rep Mark Fincham's like, oh, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Okay, great. Uh, they are, they're, U of A is sponsoring a feminist social justice conference. And besides the fact we'll get to that at 710, like what a, what's going to take place, the people that are going to be speaking, when I read the descriptions to you, you are going to say, what? Like the fact that the U of A is associated with this is a flat out friggin' embarrassment. Okay. I have, there's no other words. You should be mad. You should be upset. You should be embarrassed. There's all kinds of stuff that you should be. And I'm assuming you will be, right? You will be. So that's. You know, don't hate on the feminist SJWs, dude. They're just trying to make their way in a man-controlled yep. world you like the rest of you, us. I, I, it's only a matter of minutes <laughs> before, before, before these women say, don't call us feminists. There's going to be another word, because that only means you're, you're kind of like a female. I, I'm telling you, there's all kinds of stuff that's going to happen. It's their label. They, I'm, just they saying, chose. I'm just saying it's only going to be a matter of time before they say that that also is like not fair or something like that. Dude, when I'll put all this stuff up on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. I'll tweet it at Garrett Lewis. It is insane what is going on. Absolutely wow. insane. How about some good news, though? Well, I mean, it's kind of good news. You're going to uh, buy lunch? No. Oh. No, no. Don't have that, not, not that good news, okay? Um, there, there actually is a, uh, an illegal alien that is mad as hell at the Democrats and loves President Trump. And this guy in the past has voted for Obama. Do you hear about this guy? You know, I, how many times we talked about it on this show? I'm like, I one of the reasons that your people are against illegal immigration is that it's like it's thrown in our face. You know, like the Yankees, the Cowboys, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Benifer was thrown in our face. We're like, I hope it fails. So when all of a sudden you get all these legal aliens demanding things, when people seem to think they're entitled to stuff, you get turned off, right? Like it, to me, if you're an illegal alien and you want to get a some kind of a deal to be able to stay here, you should be. You should be puckering up and kissing these buttocks like there's no tomorrow, right? That, that's what it comes down to. At you least sh- doing the right things. Well, that, but I mean, instead of like just ripping our country, trashing it, it's not fair. What's not fair? You broke the law. Your parents broke the law bringing you here. Don't blame me for that. So anyway, there is a dreamer named Hilario Yanez. I'm assuming he's a dreamer. I don't, I don't think he's DACA. He's an illegal alien brought here when he was a year old by his mother. A year old by his mother. And I mean, listen, take it with a grain of salt. But he supports Trump, rips the Democrats for exactly what they are. Um, it doesn't make you want amnesty. I don't think it makes you want amnesty, but you sit back and say, all right, dude, was brought here when he's a year old. What do you expect? Right? I want you to hear this. He was on Fox News over the weekend. Let's start with number 146. Hilario Yanez. Uh, this is what he said. Uh, with his, he he backs Trump. Listen to this. Here we go. Did you call him Hilario? What, it, that's his name, isn't it? Hilario. Hilario. So I say New York. 
Hilario. He's hilario. Man, you are hilarious. Yeah, thank you. Let's go. Well, let me begin by first thanking Donald Trump for his leadership, his compassion, and also the courage to take on this issue. At the end of the day, um, you know, here's a guy who wants to ha- provide a, uh, a pathway to citizenship for, for myself and really, you know, ha- make a difference in my life. So for that, I'm, a, I'm for that. I'm also, I believe we need to have border security so this doesn't happen again. What? Um, that's very important. It, and if it? a wall is- How funny is that? You have an illegal alien. It's like, listen, I need to have border. We need to have border security so people like me can't do the same thing that I did. I mean, it's just. I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I get it. I get it. And he didn't choose to. He knows that it was wrong, but I guess he's making the best of a bad situation. Let's continue. Here we go. Um, that's very important. And if a wall is necessary to add an extra layer for Border Patrol it to is. do their job in a safe and uh, responsible manner, then, you know, I think it's necessary to fund it. Uh, the last uh, couple of points is the diversity lottery. I think it, it's, it's outdated. I think it's time for uh, people who want to come to the United States to, to focus, uh, to, for us to focus on skills so that they can contribute to the uh, American economy mm. right away. Uh, at the very end, the Republicans are in a unique position to really lead on this and really uh, provide immigration reform that's long overdue. Wow. I mean, were you expecting that at all? <whistles> okay, so that's cool, right? Uh, let's do one more. Here he is talking about the Democrats now. 147. Here we go. Hilarious. You know, three points that I want to make about that. Number one, the Democratic leadership, Nancy Pelosi and, and Chuck Schumer, uh, really uh, have no clear message. Uh, have been, you know, we have been confused. I think at the end of the day, they've been using us as pawns. The second point that I want to bring is that they should have never shut down the government over DACA. We should have never held our American people and our military hostage. There's plenty uh, of time uh, on the table to fix this. March 5th is the deadline, and you can see Republicans already uh, uh, are willing to do something about it as we speak. And the last thing, point that I want to say is that, look, Democrats, they own all three branches of the government back in 2008 to 2011, and they still chose to do anything. So at this point, I'm quite Great frustrated point. with mm-hmm. the Democratic leadership, what they've done. Wow. How about that one, huh? So we have that. Um, now, why should you like this guy? Are there more like him? These are very good questions. Uh, you know, let's go into his story. He explains at 148 just a little bit about him because, I, I don't know, you, you might be like, I don't give a crap. Get him out. And that's fine. That's fine. But this is uh, just him explaining his background a little bit. Here we go. Yeah, so pretty much I came in the U.S., you know, when I was a year old. You know, I, I grew up as a child. I, at one point, I was homeless. We all did. You know, I grew child. up without a father in my life mm. and also grew up in a rough neighborhood. But the, the reason I was over to, over, able to overcome these challenges is because of the conservative values that I grew up with. And that's, number one, my faith in God. You know, I believe in Jesus Christ, my Savior. Number two is my family. I also believe in value and prosperity, hope. And also working hard and standing on your own two feet. And look, at the end of the day, I would, I, you know, when I hear the national anthem, I get goosebumps all over me. I, wow. I would always, always play, uh, pledge allegiance to the flag. And I would never disrespect it. I would never take a knee. Wow. And I would do anything uh, to serve mm-hmm. this country, to die for this country. And, you know, all, all, all I need is a chance. See, you hear that. And you compare that to the illegal aliens that come over and just, you know, wave the flags of Mexico, whatever, in our face. 
we owe it to them. We did, you know, they deserve it. Um, they got to change it. This country's racist, blah, 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 blah. And you, then you hear that. And you sit back and say, hmm, wouldn't it be smart? I mean, to win the public argument, to be smart is to cater to the people, you know, to, to tell them things they want to hear. I'm not saying he's making it up, but it's like the art of the deal. You know, you, you have to say certain things, you got to do certain things. I don't know. It'd just be smart. It would be, instead of these idiots, you know, taking over a Nancy Pelosi press conference or, you know, protesting somebody's office and going in there, how about you sit back and say, we love this country so much, we want to be part of it. That's what it comes down to. We love it so much. We, we want to be here. We want to be Americans. You never hear the illegal aliens actually say that. It's always, I deserve this. It's not my fault. Blah, blah. It's, it's a total, it's a difference, isn't there? Anyway, 623, on the other side, there's one more I want you to hear from uh, Hilario, Hilario Yanez, where he's asked, are there any more like you? I mean, we never see illegal aliens with your kind of opinion and mindset, and he, he answers that. We'll get to that coming up. Morning Ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNS TAM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis. Ah, yes. Zero res. It's crazy. The sicknesses, they're still out there. I saw a report, you know, the flu, it's still spreading. It doesn't show that it's slowing down. It's crazy, right? Make sure your home is clean and sanitized. And that starts with your carpets. Your carpets are like filters. Every time somebody sneezes, they cough, it goes down, it stays there. It stays in your carpet. And Zero Res not only cleans your carpet and tile, they sanitize it. And they do it without soaps or chemicals. How is that possible? Let me tell you. They, the empowered water that they use, they have a patent on it. Nobody else does. It just gets in there. It's the most incredible stuff. I use it to clean my countertops, my kitchen, uh, all over the place, the bathroom, everything. Um, it just gets in there and cleans and sanitizes. See, your vacuum removes dirt. Zero Res comes in, they spray down empowered water everywhere, and they suck it up with their vacuums. They're, they're great, cra- well, they're not even vacuum. They're just they're machines. They're just big, giant machines that take everything out. It destroys oil. It breaks it down. It destroys it. It gets everything out. Your carpet is left looking brand new, smelling brand new, feeling brand new. No crunchiness because there's no chemical residue left over. It's incredible. Call Zero Res today at 441-2441. I'm out at the Parade of Homes, by the way. One of the guy comes up to me and goes, dude, I use Zero Res. Phenomenal company. Everything you said about it is right. I said, I, I, I know. Thank you so much. He said, dude, it's, it's, it's just incredible. I've never seen the carpet so clean. So people, they once you, you start using them, you realize. Call them today. Get a clean, healthy house. Three rooms of carpet clean for 99 bucks. No hidden fees, no games. Two rooms of tile for 99 bucks. 441-2441-0res2son.com. Hi, today, a little chilly. See, look, it's going to, you know, it's 74 tomorrow, and it's going to be like the upper 60s, maybe low 70s for the next week. People are like, oh, my God, it's so hot. It's just, what are we going to do? This is, how are we going to survive the summer? It's like 80 on Saturday. It's a, calm down. It's Arizona. It's Tucson. I thought it was supposed to rain sometime. Uh, they, I think so. It's um, yeah, maybe Thursday. I cover my smoker. I've seen What's funny is that they said yesterday, Wednesday and Thursday. Now it's just Thursday. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe Wednesday. Who knows? So anyway, let's play the last soundbite from uh, Hilario. And I'll put this video on my page at canisty.com and on my Facebook page as well. Please like it and follow it. Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Um, uh, it is uh, number 149 asked, are there more illegal aliens like him, the conservative type? That
that are out there. Here we go. Listen, I, I, I asked the same question. I, I know they're out there. There's plenty of conservative dreamers out there that have the similar story as, as I do. And look, I had a chance to go to Washington, D.C. and to have a meaningful dialogues with people like Senator James Langford, Senator Roy Blunt, House Speaker Paul Ryan. And we sat down and the first thing that we connected with was our faith, our conservative values. And so I think that the, ultimately at the end of the day, uh, conservative dreamers are in a unique, unique position to to uh, to to you know create that meaningful dialogue without really attacking folks in the beginning. And I, and I just wish, you know, uh, more conservative value, uh, dreamers can can stand up and, and, you know, voice their opinion as well. Mm hmm. So I don't, does that do anything for you? We could talk about it. 880-KNST, 880-5670. You've heard this guy's sound bites. Is it okay if he stays? Or are you like, nope, 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 gotta go. I mean, he seems to love the country. He seems to want the right things. He seems to be, and I listen, I get it. I get, you know, there are Americans that want jobs and everything else. Uh, brought here when he's a year old, a year old. So I'm just curious, would that make a difference if some if, if there were more illegal aliens having this attitude? Hmm, just something to think about. So there's that. All right, uh, there's more as well, the uh, the Olympics. Uh, apparently there's a wardrobe mal- a malfunction. Some chick lost, uh, figure skating lost some of her outfit. Yep, Go that on. happened. No, I, I don't know. It's, I didn't watch the Olympics. And apparently, uh, did you see at all, I didn't watch opening ceremonies. How boring is that? People are like, opening ceremonies! You're watching a whole bunch of people, you know, just walk. Who who cares? How b- boring. Boring. Why not go down to the local high school and watch a track and watch people walk around? It's the same thing. No, but it's nice. They're waving flags. They have outfits on. Okay. You play games to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mostly involving drinking. It, that, that, that would be the only thing that makes it okay. Yes. So Mike Pence was sitting, uh, Vice President Pence was sitting uh, in an area near Kim Jong-un's dictator sister. And she was giving him, like, looks like she was, it was like Austin Powers movie almost. She was giving him looks like, I'm going to take him out. It was, I mean, the dirtiest looks, I saw that on the internet, because why watch anything live when you can watch it on the internet, right? Um, so, there's more. Apparently, the media, you gotta love this, they hate Trump, but the media is just praising a dictator sister, and she's pretty much like a dictator, too. I'll tell you about that coming up. Don't go anywhere. Back in about 6, 633 on KNST, here's Fox. Education funding comes up for a vote at the state capitol today. I'm Greg Paul, KNST News. The House Education Committee is set to consider a proposal to extend a 0.6 cent sales tax to fund education. There's a mirror bill in the Senate sponsored by Republican Kate Brophy-McGee. The intent is to start that conversation, gather together those education stakeholders, and start talking about what we want Arizona education to look like going forward beyond 2021. 2021 is when the education sales tax is set to expire. Brophy McGee says they are working on the extension now because school districts need to know how much money they have to work with as they plan ahead. She adds she hopes the sales tax extension is just the beginning of a much-needed reform to Arizona's education funding system. The National Weather Service in Tucson has issued a red flag warning for parts of southern and eastern Arizona today. Critical fire weather has prompted a warning that is in effect from noon until 7 o'clock tonight. You can expect strong winds, low relative humidity, and high fire danger for southeastern Arizona in the Tucson area. And how would you like to pay your taxes in Bitcoin? As Joanne Bauer found out, it could soon be possible. 
Arizona could become the first state in the nation to accept Bitcoin for tax payment. Under Senate Bill 1091, digital currencies approved by the Arizona Department of Revenue could be accepted for income tax payments beginning in two years. Now opponents are voicing concerns about swinging rates and additional responsibilities that would fall on the Revenue Department to convert the cryptocurrencies. The proposal did pass the full Senate last week and now advances to the House. Joanne Bauer reporting. I'm Greg Paul, KNSTAM 790, Two Sons, most stimulating talk. Calm. If your mom or dad or, or both, your parents, are having a tough time taking care of their home, and it's stressing you out because you're taking care of your family, right? And you have to get to their place, take care of them, and it's just it's wearing on your relationship. It's time to check out Cascades of Tucson. Cascades of Tucson is... A senior retirement community that's been around for now 40 years, an award-winning 40-year local history of experience and passion, a passion serving seniors. It's privately owned and operated. Again, the only privately owned and operated senior retirement community in the Tucson area. And it's for different lifestyles. What do you need? Active living? Where, you know, hey, look, you get, uh, you get laundry done, you get housekeeping services, some other things. It's all done for the parents. Maybe, maybe that would help them. That is there, right? You have assisted living as well. Respite programs and individualized memory support, because that's like the most difficult one. Uh, if mom or dad are, are suffering from Alzheimer's, dementia, um, it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard. But Cascades has RNs, LPNs, certified caregivers right on their campus. It makes up one of the most well-trained staffs in the industry. Uh, that's why they, they have great award-winning service day in and day out. Okay, And you have five floor plans to choose from, from Cascades 5. And it doesn't matter which floor plan you choose from from their great apartment homes, and it's just pristine inside and outside. Uh, you get to customize. You select and support the services that you need for your mom or dad, or maybe it's you. So you customize your lifestyle. Now, to celebrate their 40th anniversary, Cascades is offering 40 free meal tickets if you move in by February 28th or $600 off a non-refundable move-in fee if you move in by February 28th. Call Cascades today. Take the tour. 777-1376. And go to CascadesTucson.com. Normally, you'd be pretty upset if another guy was stimulating your wife. But in a strange way, you like it. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Just ask your wife. Yes, 641. Thanks for hanging out. It's Monday. We've made it through the weekend. I know you can't wait for Friday to get here as well, right? Three things that I think you need to know. Number one, uh, the Senate today, Mitch McConnell, a bunch of rhinos, they are going to, and maybe it'll be just something to appease them, because I I have to have faith in the Trumpster, I guess, to make sure he's not going to sign just a giant amnesty bill without getting the wall. Hopefully you verify. uh, Ending ending, uh, chain migration, ending the visa diversity lottery. Anyway, they are hoping a major open debate starting today. It's going to be this week. On the Senate floor, Jeff Flake is all giddy. I'm so excited. Can't you hear it in my voice? So he's all excited. He's all giddy. They're going to do that starting today. Second thing that I think you need to know is that uh, Trump rejected the Democrats' memo, said we're not going to release this, because they purposely put a whole bunch of stuff in there that needed to be redacted. Even the FBI said, yeah, this is, this is some bad stuff. So Trump said, we got to redact this stuff, and the Dems attacked him. And Congressman Mark Meadows, Republican, said, give me a break. This is all politics. Plus, 75% of the Democrats didn't even read their own memo. Pretty crazy, huh? 
Third thing I think you need to know is that the U of A is sponsoring a feminist social justice conference. Really? I mean, there's even a website, uafeministconf.com. I mean, it's all about the U of A. They're attached to this. What happens? Who, who are the speakers? We'll get to that at 710. It's thoroughly embarrassing that this is taking place there. Three things that I think you need to know. Now, again, I, the Olympics, whatever, it's, you know, I'd rather watch my NHL games. I want America to win. I want us to do well. Who wouldn't, right? I have pride. Yeah, great. We're number one. We should be. But do you really remember two years ago if we won bronze or gold in the um, snowboarding luge thing they do? Do you, do you remember? I, I don't remember. Do you? Hey, I'm not downplaying what they're doing. They work hard. That's fine. But everybody freaks out over the Olympics. And I'm like, I, I don't know. To me, it's like horse and buggy. You know, there's other things to do, other things that are more important to watch, more exciting to watch. Why do you even watch TV anymore? Uh, my oh, wait. You, oh. That's wait, it. wait. Wouldn't you just talk about more th- important things to watch? Shut, shut, shut up. Shut, 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 shut your mouth. Anyway. So here's one thing, though. The media. You got to love this, right? So Kim Jong-un sends his uh, evil sister, his evil 27-year-old sister, to represent North Korea, Right? Do you know her? T- her name is Kim Yo Jong. Do you know what her title is? De- what a business card. Deputy Director of the Propaganda and Agitation Department of North Korea. And the media is like, oh, she is just, she's stealing the show. New York Times, CNN. Oh, yeah, she's just so fantastic. She orders people to die, to be tortured. You know what they compared her to? Ivanka Trump. She's the Ivanka Trump of the Olympics. Excuse me? Wait. What? Oh, yeah. They compared her to Ivanka. I mean, they will say the worst things about the president of the United States. You know, you you have that ESPN chick, Jamil Hill, said that he's a white supremacist, surrounds himself with white supremacists, stuff like that. Do you think she is calling out this 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 dictator to for being the evil dictator she is? Probably not. Hmm. Um, Washington Post wrote, they marveled at her barely there makeup and her lack of bling. They commented on her plain black outfits and simple purse. They noted the flower-shaped clip that kept her hair back in a no-nonsense style. This is what they're... This is what they're doing. And did you see the gif between her and Pence? Or at least her giving one to Pence, the the evil eye? Did you see it? No. You need to Google it. I need to find that. It's it's pretty incredible. Um, CNN had a column on their website. Kim Jong-un's sister is stealing the show at the Winter Olympics. NBC Olympics Twitter account was captivated by the synchronized red-clad dancing and singing of North Korea's cheerleaders during competitions, tweeting a video of the group with the caption, this is so satisfying to watch. I mean, these are people that are brainwashed, that don't know. And this is from the New York Post, by the way. They're pointing all of these things out. Uh, this is this is ridiculous. New Republic, it's a lefty website. Senior editor Jeet here tweeted the CNN column with the caption, do you, do you realize how massively you have to F up so that Kim Jong-un's family looks good by comparison, but Trump and Pence have pulled it off. I hate these people. I'm with you. Sorry. No, I'm with you. 
That's why I wanted to. You wanted to hear this. Now remember the guy at the uh, state at the State of the Union that had his crutches. He's yeah. the one that. Yep. Why? You know. How do you think he feels? How do you think Otto Warmbier's parents? And I believe it's his dad. Uh, he went with Vice President Pence to the Olympics in South Korea. How do you think he feels knowing that his son was tortured to death by the North Koreans and American media is just praising and writing glowing things about this evil dictator? And yet at the same time, the media sit back and wonder, why do people hate us? It's Trump's fault. You know, and it's so funny. They go, well, we have to watch this democracy. We have to keep the media. You know, McCain and Flake, those two clowns, they sit back and they say, oh, you know, Trump's trying to, he's trying to do bad things what dictators do. He's trying to destroy the media. He's calling the media out for what it is. He's not saying there should be no media. You shouldn't report. He calls out fake reporting, just like anybody should. So, yeah. Um, you have the American media literally, literally, praising this this woman who is an evil dictator and comparing her to the president's daughter. You had women, millions across the country, marching in vagina hats based on nothing. Trump's this, Trump's that, Trump's this, Trump's that, right? Nothing. They, they couldn't say anything Trump did that really affected them negatively. And they're going to let this go. I, it's, it's just insanity, isn't it? It's insanity. Um, and remember, by the way, the guy with the crutches who held, he held up the crutches of the State of the Union, his dad was tortured to death for a try. He was caught trying to defect to South Korea. He was tortured to death. Insane. 649. Uh, Looks like you have a little sexual harassment problem going on in the city of Tucson, the transportation department. The transportation, did you hear about this? Who does this stuff at work? Who does this? Guy was head of the transportation department in Tucson, was making 140 G's a year. Suddenly resigned, just like that. Wait till you hear uh, what he was accused of. And listen, if you're not guilty, why do you... uh, why do you quit? That's what I say. Uh, I'll tell you about that coming up. And then at 710 this morning, the U of A uh, sponsoring a feminist, what, what is it? What have I described it? A feminist social justice conference where not only what's going to be taught is insane, the people that are going to be speaking. I mean, holy cow. We should go. It's not a bad idea. We should go. We'll talk about that. Coming up, Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis. So my buddy Al from uh, from Long Island is out here, of course, uh, in Tucson. He and his lovely wife, uh, Linda. Uh, Linda. What's wrong with Linda? Linda. Lovely wife, Linda. Say that three times fast. Anyway, they use Five Star uh, every single month. They've done it for years now, just like I have, and I can't thank them enough for that. Five Star Termite Pest Control. Al calls me up. He's like, hey, we, uh, we use Five Star every single month for... You know, to keep out the scorpions, all, you know, all the bugs. They do a great job. And he's like, and you're right, we've had the same guy for years now. Um, he said, but uh, we use the national company for termites, but we, we've just always used them. And they didn't show up. I called them, they didn't show up. Called them again, they didn't show up. He said, so I'm going to call Five Star. I'm like, yeah, you should have done that. 
So he's like, are they really that good? Is that? I'm like, yes, they are. They'll give you an estimate. They'll explain everything. So that was a week and a half ago. He calls me up last week. He said, you know what? You are 100% right. They are fantastic. They came out. They explained the whole process. He said, not only did they explain why it's a better job, and it makes perfect sense, they literally inject foam into your walls. They treat the food source for the termites. They don't treat the earth. Other places drill down in your slab and inject stuff to treat the earth. Five stars local. They know the environment. They know what termites here in the Southwest do. They treat the food source. They protect your home because they will get into your home, but when they get in there, they die. And you get a 10-year guarantee that nothing will happen. That's how good their service is. Um, he said uh, they explained everything. He said on top of that, it's actually cheaper than us using the national guys. Now, again, why would you use national people for any of this stuff? Because they all use the same foot, the same formula, same concentrate, same killing, same techniques, everything, no matter if they're in Michigan, New Mexico, Arizona, Minnesota, Maine, and it makes no sense. You need to use someone that knows our environment, and that's five-star. So make sure your home is ready when the termites come, and you're only a few months away, monsoon. Watch out for monsoon. When the water comes out, the termites come for your home. 886-0045 and go to 5star-termite.com. Bailing you out. I already got my wife her Valentine's Day gift by having her go last week to Cheek to Cheek. And she she said, I've never been to a day spa that actually does, uh, well, customized work. They literally don't, they usually give you like, you know, one place they give you a facial and it's the same way they do for everybody, but they actually tailor it to your skin. So it was like the best thing she ever had. So uh, whatever, you know, dermaplaning, you name it, a baby's butt, get rid of all dead skin. Men, women, it's all there. So just keep listening. Now, uh, I saw this story uh, over the weekend from, it was in the local paper. Uh, the Tucson Transportation Director has resigned. Apparently, uh, sexual harassment allegations. Uh-oh, it's everywhere. Um, Daryl Cole, there was a 13-page report. Now, of course, you want to get to the nitty-gritty, right? Apparently, there was a lot of hugging going on. Um. I don't get that. Some people are huggers. Some people are not. I'm, I, I can hug when it's my friends, not at work. Like we're friends with couples. You go, hey, I hug my wife. I hug his wife. I don't hug the guy. That's weird. Anyway, so what? Uh, you do the man hug, the butts out hug, you know, shut up. Anyway, uh, I wouldn't hug anybody at work, though. You've hugged me. No, you haven't. I made you think, though. Yeah, I was like, did I? Did I do that? So anyway, this guy, uh, it says here, witness testimony supports allegations the respondent frequently engages in comments based on women's attire, appearance, and behaviors, hugging, that may be unwelcome by women employed at the Department of Transportation in Tucson. Uh, he said that he retired because he felt he could no longer be productive in this type of environment. What, that you can't hug anymore? I can't work when I can't make comments about what women look like. Or hug them. So anyway, he quit. Nothing really will happen. Here we go. This is this is the best. Apparently, this according to a report, this guy Daryl Cole made a number of unwanted advances, including inviting himself to a happy hour after work with employees and several of her friends. Nothing better, by the way, than your manager inviting himself to a happy hour because that's what you want to do: go to a happy hour with your manager, right? So he's he like, buying? I'll go with you. <laughs> Maybe. I'll go with you. Not only did he go, he asked her for a ride back to his truck. Was he a little, was he boozed up a little bit? So when alone in her truck asking for a ride back to his car from the establishment, this woman alleges that this Daryl Cole grabbed the back of her head, pulled her in towards him, and forced a kiss on her. Yeesh. She said, I told him, stop, get out of my truck. Maybe she dropped him off on the side of the road. That's kind of cool. 
She didn't report it to supervisors because she didn't know that um, she could report incidents that occurred away from work. He quit. And the employee also said she repeatedly heard Cole say, Mmm, that's what I like. I want some of that. When she walked down the hall at work. Yeah, that would be a big no-no. A big no-no. No-no. Report said Mr. Cole went on to say he hugs a lot of people at the office. If someone doesn't like it and says something such as they don't like it, he doesn't think twice about it. He said, I hugged a woman, wished her Happy New Year. It was side to side, not face to face. Come on. Uh-huh. Perv, perv, perv city. How many more? How many more? All right, coming up uh, in about eight minutes, U of A sponsoring a feminist social justice conference. They're ready to redact. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Democrats plan to make some edits in their rebuttal to the Republican memo. Congressman Adam Schiff tells CBS it's political. President Trump doesn't want their info released. It completely undermines his claim of vindication. That's what the president said about the GOP version, which alleges an FBI bias using the Trump dossier to do surveillance on an ex-campaign aide. Fox's John Decker live at the White House. The White House notified the House Intelligence Committee on Friday that the president was unable to declassify the Democratic memo written by Adam Schiff because of national security concerns. This uh, report from the Democrats does not um, uh, keep American lives safe. What it does is it reveals serious national security um, um, information. White House spokesman Hogan Gidley, President Trump has accused the Democrats of playing politics with classified information, saying it's a trap meant to blame the White House for lack of transparency. Dave? John, a terrorist taken out. The Taliban in Pakistan confirmed today their deputy leader was killed in a suspected U.S. drone strike last week. The group says it's already replaced him to lead the militants who continue to fight in Afghanistan. President Trump tweeted this morning, it's time to invest in our country. So he'll meet with state and local officials in a few hours, pushing a plan to initially spend $200 million to rebuild roads and bridges, upgrade railroads and airports. Here are the four goals of the plan. First, it wants to stimulate $1.5 trillion in new investment. It wants to shorten the permit process to two years under one authority. It wants to invest in rural infrastructure. And fourth, to improve the workforce training. Fox's Griff Jenkins, the Senate will start debating DACA today. The president's compromise offers a path to citizenship for nearly $2 million immigrants brought to the U.S. illegally as kids in exchange for border wall funding and some changes to legal immigration that Democrats resist. Stocks could surge on Wall Street at the opening bell. Futures are up big, coming off the worst sell-off in two years last week. Fox News, fair and balanced. 702, Gary Lewis with you. KNSTAM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. So, the U of A, tuition's going up. We get to subsidize it as taxpayers. And we've been pointing out for, like, what, years now, and especially the last few weeks, the insane things that happened there. Now they are sponsoring a feminist social justice conference. Is that really needed? Wait till you hear what they're going to be saying and who the speakers are. Oh, my God. It's coming up in five years of news. Arizona's junior senator is taking aim once again at the White House. I'm Greg Paul, KNST News. Frequent White House critic Senator Jeff Flake says it's a bit of an understatement to say the Trump administration could have handled the abuse allegations against former staff secretary Rob Porter better. I do think if you put on a political hat that that is a big problem. Um, certainly uh, how we are viewed as Republicans uh, in the next election. The Republican tells NBC's Meet the Press there could be fallout politically. Flake added it's a big problem not to show any concern or empathy for the potential victim of these cases. The president tweeted on Saturday that lives were being shattered by a mere allegation. 
Also in the nation's capital, with the budget battle behind them, lawmakers are turning their attention to immigration reform. The Senate is expected to start an open debate on an immigration bill this week. Congressman Ruben Gallego told CNN the problem is in the House. Well, the path forward is hopefully a compromise. We know that the Senate right now, Democrats and Republicans have been working diligently on a compromise that's going to provide some level of border security in exchange for some stabilization and legalization of our dreamer community. The Democratic congressman accuses House Speaker Paul Ryan of stalling efforts to take up any legislation that doesn't meet the approval of President Trump. Gallego is calling on Ryan to show leadership and to allow a process where a compromise bill can be debated on the House floor. And U-Haul officials are handing out bonuses as a result of the Republican tax cut. The Arizona-based company will give full-time employees a one-time bonus of $1,200, while part-timers will get $500. Officials say more than 28,000 workers will see extra cash by the end of February, with more than 3,800 of those here in Arizona. I'm Greg Paul, KNSC AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Seven oh seven on this Monday. How you doing? It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM seven ninety two Sons. Most stimulating talk. Three things. Yeah, thank you. I think you need to know. Number one, uh, this week the Senate, led by Mitch McConnell, ugh, uh, they're going to have like nonstop. Exactly, nonstop immigration debate. Everybody gets to just say whatever they want. We'll see what happens. Now, again, they could say what they want. Will Trump sign it? That's the only thing that I have. Uh, There is a report that Republican senators will introduce the immigration plan that mirrors President Trump's framework. Framework. Does that mean giving amnesty to two million people? God, I hope not. I still think that was a setup. I I hope so. He said it was. Nobody really knows what he's going to do. That's one of the brilliant... Things about Trump. Anyway, so that's what's going on this week. And uh, Jeff Flake thinks we can really get something done this week. Way to hear what that nuthead, nutjob says. Yeah, nuthead, nutjob, everything. Hairbag has to say. Um, yeah. Second thing that I think you need to know. <laughs> this is That's funny. That's funny. Um, I like this one actually better. Um, there's a story that, uh, well, eh. That's not. Eh, no, no. We'll 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 go back. We'll go back. Um, the second thing that I think you need to know is the Trumpster did not release. He blocked the release of the Democratic memo in response to the Devin Nunez memo. Now the reason he did it is because the Democrats tried a big setup. You knew it was going to happen. I mean, it's just it, it's so bad. We expect this and we call it out before it even happens because we know what they're going to do. Uh, they put all kinds of information in their memo. It was ten pages instead of four that the Republicans did. Um, I mean, I'm looking at the actual letter signed by Rod Rosenstein and Chris Ray, head of the FBI and the deputy attorney general, that they said, you guys put in way too much stuff that needs to be taken out, basically. Uh, we, You have put in intelligence sources and methods, other sensitive information. We've identified this. This is what you need to change. That's what those, the head of the FBI and the number two guy, the DOJ, responded to Um the Democrats and yet the Democrats are blaming Trump for obstructing this and being partisan and everything else. It's and yet Congressman Meadows, Mark Meadows said 75 percent of the Democrats haven't even read this. Third thing I think you need to know, we're going to talk about it now. The University of Arizona is uh, I mean, they're out of their minds. They are sponsoring a feminist 
Social Justice Conference. Oh, yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. Thank you, choir. Will you stop it? So they are, they are hosting that. And it's not just what is going to be said, and you get to pay for it, by the way. Isn't that awesome? What's the point of this? Uh, the speakers are out of this world. Literally, they could be out, they could be aliens. They are out of this world. Three things I think you need to know. It's true. Don't doubt me. It is a hundred percent true. Well, Little Wayne says he's an alien. Is that what it is? And everybody's like, "Who's Little Wayne?" Well, look it up. He might be one of the speakers. Well, he wouldn't fit. He wouldn't be wearing <laughs> something or other. So, Are you sure? Have you seen him lately? Yeah. <laughs> so Campus Reform originally had this story. They do all kinds of great reporting about this. Um, it's coming up next month. U of A is hosting a one-day feminist liberation conference. They're going to have discussions about feminist social justice topics. Why can't we show up? Would that be, we just sit there with some beer and some like pretzels, and we talk about the good old days. <laughs> I got my flask. <laughs> we can do it. We should do it. I remember when your moms just you know cooked some food and ironed some shirts. Oh, can you? We wouldn't get out of there alive. One workshop is going to teach ready yoga for everyday liberation. Even though we did the story last week for Michigan State, yoga is white privilege. Remember that? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anyway. Are you, are you doing yoga every day? Are you going to lose your card? Bunch of garbage. It's, I, listen, my card's good. So it says here, the inaugural Feminist Liberation and Learning Conference. And again, the website is uafeministconf.com. And we'll get to that. Uh, it encourages students of all gender identities to apply to attend. Maybe that is us, Ryan. We should do it. It says the event will feature workshops on feminist issues ranging from the Me Too movement to, quote, bike mechanics and button making. But button making? I love button making. But isn't that what, I mean, isn't that like, really, women are going to be making buttons now? Almost 900 students have indicated interest in attending the conference. More than 100 have sent RSVPs. Local high school students and community members are also invited to attend. Great. Is there a class on, uh... You know, making a souffle, because that's tough. Or a quiche. I dare you to say that when we go. Oh, you're making buttons. You're going to get beat up. So they have this, right? Students will be treated to a yoga session. A yoga session. There's going to be workshops on social justice issues, rape culture, microaggressions, preferred pronouns, and of course, the yoga. The yoga. The yoga is taught by Leah Stauber, who also is a researcher at the U of A. She's going to teach the yoga for everyday liberation. She'll teach students the, I don't even know, Bodhisattva warrior pose to help them cultivate self-compassion, self-honesty, clear seeing, and the truth-telling for the betterment of all. You get all that in that one pose? That's phenomenal. Bodhisattva. Sure. God, these people are weak in the mind. Anyway, um, Campus Reform reached out to her and said, don't you realize that yoga is like, you know, pushing white privilege? And she said, no, 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 no. It's not the case that most activists have disavowed yoga and other engaged contemplative practices. The core is that anytime we look within our being, she's a researcher again at the U of A, we can identify how behaviors might be contributing to the suffering of others. It's the foundation of social justice. I don't even know what she's talking about. Anyway. Um, 
This is remember we did the story a couple was it last week or the week before, where the U of A uh, the the feminist uh, the U of A Women's Resource Center was recruiting interns, uh, feminist interns to fight racism, ageism, and heterosexism on campus, and anything Trump, right? So we talked about that. So now they're going to do this. Um, and it's all part of the U of A. It's, it's the U of A website. It's all kinds of stuff, right? Um, I mean, it has the big U of A symbol, everything. Office for Diversity and Inclusive Excellence is a sponsor. Her Story Month sponsors the Office for Diversity and Inclusive Excellence. Do you remember that? Those are the two people that make $429,000 that came up with the ouch oops theory. Jesus Trevino and the chick, whatever the girl's name is. Um, they're part of this. I mean, this can all be cut. Where is Bob Robbins cutting this, right? So let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Let's go to the website. And when I was reading this this morning, uh, my little guy decided to wake up at 1 in the morning and then at 4 or 15 in the morning, and I was trying to deal with him, and then my wife, I'm like, you got it. She got up, and she's dealing with him, and I, and I read some of this to her, and she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So if you go to the website, uafeministconf.com, I'll put all this up on my Facebook page. Feminist Liberation and Learning, March 17th, 2018. What day of the week is March 17th? Can we really go? Uh, it's a Saturday. I'm not wasting my day on that. Yeah, I, I could be doing something more important. So here we go. Like drinking. Yep. Here, here are the guest speakers. All right? Here are the guest speakers. This is phenomenal. Uh, Sarah Gonzalez. Jay Sarah Gonzalez. She believes the intersection of art and activism is a critical place for community survival. Right now, she's a focus on teaching youth in the Southwest to use spoken word poetry to combat restrictive policies that target youth of color and queer youth. Now, if you feel like you're being targeted and you're white and straight, you're on your own. So she does community work, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. She has a consulting company. You love that? Consulting company. What does she consult? She serves as the Assistant Director of Outreach and Education for the Cultural and Resource Centers at the University of Arizona. Why does she have a job? What, what is she going to do that's going to lead to actual employment? Okay, so that's it. Sarah Gonzalez. The next person down, Alicia Vasquez. And then it says, refer to her as she, her, or hers. Here we go. She's a fifth-generation Tucsonan. Her political consciousness was nurtured by punk rock. I mean, why not, right? Why not? Like what, Green Day? I'm sure. So listen, I, I learned everything I know about politics by listening to punk rock. I mean, okay, great. The, she's the first person to attend college in her family at the U of A. Uh, her study of ideas, ready, at the U of A, her study of ideas of identity Chicana feminism and neoliberalism helped her digest growing up in the Sonoran borderlands. It helped her digest that stuff. She obtained a master's in history from San Francisco State University by exploring Chicon X disability and neoliberal history. The reason, by the way, she works at a college is because she can't work anywhere else. You have a master's in history. And you obtained it by exploring Chicon X disability? What the hell? What? What? And neoliberal history? You know, that and two bucks can make you a fantastic barista. No offense, but it's true. 
Since 2012, Alicia has worked in her community on positive youth development, juvenile justice reform, and prison abolition. Positive identity formation, partaking in community actions against border militarization, and teaching for the Earlham College Border Studies Program and by growing the Border Cultures Program at Pima, Pima Community College. Yes, she'll be teaching the Disability and Intersectional Living Workshop. Sounds exciting. Now it gets even better. The next speaker, and so there's pictures, by the way, of those two women that I just did. The next one doesn't have a picture. The one below that literally is referred to as Rex, and there is a symbol, like Rex is Prince. We'll go to, we'll go to Rex. No joke. Rex. And it, Ryan, Ryan, go to the prep. Go to it. it. It literally looks like Prince. Yeah, I was looking at it earlier. Okay. Yeah. So it says Rex, R-E-X. That's the name of this person. Pronouns to be called. Rex wants to be called they and them. And it says here, Rex is a Western mass born and raised genderqueer that loves to fix and ride bicycles. I'm not making up this stuff. This will be, this is the U of A. They are sponsoring this. Tuition, fees, our tax dollars get to go to this. Rex is going to be a speaker doing the workshop. I would rather do it myself. That's, that's really nice. I mean, is it self-sufficiency? Good call. Rex is a Western mass, all lowercase, born and raised genderqueer that loves to fix and ride bicycles. They are also, again, they is just Rex. They are also super into environmental conservation, recreation, and deeply dreams about living off the grid. Hey, Rex, no one's stopping you. Rex loves to work with their hands and has dabbled into many trades, including adobe building slash repair, landscaping, environment, environmental restoration, Trail building, maintenance, carpentry, solar energy, gardening, and is also an experienced farmhand. Let's give it up for Rex. You could work with Jeff Flake. Might as well work on the family farm. Wow. So I guess Rex is from Western Massachusetts. I Listen, I'm a genderqueer that loves to fix and ride bicycles. <laughs> you can't make up this stuff. This is the UA. Oh, there's more. I got to tell you about Miss Jai Smith. Um, there's others. There's others. Someone named Hamilton. Hamilton. Someone named, oh, this is the best right here. Did you see the picture of Najima Rainey? I got to tell you about Najima Rainey. This person's going to be speaking. I don't know what kind of a shirt Najima Rainey is wearing, but it's not holding her up very well. Uh, we'll get to all that coming up in five. Did you see Najima Rainey? Uh, is, that, I have I was info. is she the one that was arrested when they did the, the, the protest downtown? I thought she was the black there lives matter. We actually have sound bites of her. Yes, we do. Oh my goodness. This is going to get, she is going, this, this, this waste of bones is going to be speaking at the U of a. Oh yeah. These are the protesters that were arrested last February. When they wanted to stop uh, the deportation buses or something like that. Awesome. Uh, wait till you hear about all these people. This is only getting better. U of A. You know, at this point, maybe U of A should say, maybe we should just ditch this and bring on the whole, like, masturbation workshop. Maybe that's a little bit better to do. Which, of course, is at ASU. We'll continue in five. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. <laughs> so, uh, again, it happened. I had an event Saturday. I was out at uh, the Parade of Homes at, at Mattamy. Mattamy's homes up in the Dub Mountain area. And if the first, I, I walked into the Madame office, and the first thing said to me, maybe it was the second. I went, hey, and they went, hey, how you doing? It was the second thing. 
I said, good. And a guy from the background working for Madam, he says, you wearing your good feet arch supports? Happens all the time. Yes, of course I was. I said, I'll take off my sneakers. No, 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 thank you. Like my feet are going to smell or something like that. No, seriously, I'll show them to you. No, 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 no. I'm like, dude, seriously? I stood for two hours in a model home. Beautiful home, by the way. Uh, hard tile floors, you name it. Never felt soreness, never felt fatigued, never had any pain whatsoever because I had my arch supports from the Goodfeet store in my sneakers. Now, can you do the same? Or When you stand for like five minutes or ten minutes, does your back start to hurt? Your knees, you have plantar fasciitis, uh, ankle pain, whatever it might be. All of a sudden you feel like you're not standing straight. You start got to crack yourself around and crack your back. And If that's what you're doing, go to the Goodfeet store at Grant & Swan right next to Bed Bath & Beyond. These arch supports. Help you stand with perfect posture, perfect balance. They fit in any shoe for men, women, doesn't matter. Wear them when you work out, when you work, when you walk. You can live a pain-free life. No risky surgery, no painkillers, nothing like that. It's made a world of difference in my life and so many listeners as well. I've been wearing it for seven years. My whole family has. Go to the Goodfeet store and live pain-free. Grant and Swan right next to Bed Bath & Beyond. Call 800 Newwalk for Goodfeet, your arch sports store. Seven twenty-seven. Hello, Facebook.com/slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow, please. At Garrett Lewis on Twitter again. Your chance coming up. I think in minutes. In minutes for the first of two cheek-to-cheek aesthetics gift certificates. So just be listening for that. Okay. Uh, great Valentine's Day gift. You're running out of time. I am here bailing you out. So just keep listening. Uh, going to be uh, sunny and about, what, 72, 73 today? Uh, 73. Uh, and we're in the 50s already. We're in the 50s, man. It's there. 50s. All right. So that's cool. Uh, so let's, you know what? Let's do the, do um, you have that sound bite? If, you, if the name is familiar, one of the speakers, again, at this University of Arizona, they're having a workshop March 17th, so a month from now. Uh, and it's about uh, feminist, social justice, blah, blah, blah. They're having this whole big conference on a Saturday. So I guess, you know, we get to pay for it. It's U of A involved. So a uh, bunch of U of A employees and other people. One of the speakers is named Najima Rainey. And she, did you see the goofy picture of her on the, oh my God, I'll put this, this page up at KNST uh, on my Facebook page. Um, it says here, Tucson native and U of A alumni. That's not good. Mother, singer, writer. Bon vivant, person about town. It literally says that. She's a person about town. Member of Black Lives Matter and the Tucson Second Chance Community Bail Fund. She will be speaking, right? She's also the one that decided to go crazy at a Pima County uh, supervisor's meeting, border supervisor's meeting. She thought Allie Miller's racist, everything else. Go about halfway through. She starts talking, like, you know, she even interrupts Richard Elise. Even he's like, all right, we're going to interrupt it here. And then she's the one that winds up cursing. If you remember this, she cursed, gave, flipped him off as she left. Listen to this. Here we go. Wait, I'm going to yield my time because apparently somebody else wants to uh, overstep me. So, and I'm overstep my free speech rights to address this board. Oh, my. Oh, my Lord, Madam Chair. She gets mad. We need to respect everybody's right to speak. Can I replace my time right now? Speech. Protection from the government, not from other people. She basically said, bleep you, 
walked out the door and she's part of the U of A now, baby. She's going to be speaking at this uh, this uh, feminist conference. Isn't that something you're proud of, right? Very proud of. Now, uh, let's go to uh, another person. And by the way, she was also part of the people, again, one of the four people I d- uh, arrested um, last year because she was the ones blocking the road downtown where ICE buses were taking off, right? Um, they were protesting with police. Remember, they would like act, they were acting as if they were agonized and rolling over and stuff like that. I mean, it was, it was, it was crazy. I thought we had audio from that. We do. It's <laughs> it's just really long. I don't know if she's the one that they, the police carried her off, and then she was like rolling around, like ah, and like she she didn't realize they gently put her on the ground, and she was rolling around as if she was being beaten, and then she realized nobody's touching her, and she got up and walked away. Yeah. Anyway, she's gonna be there. So then you have this. Uh, somebody named Lalani Clark. Pronouns she prefers are she and her. At least she has that. Native-born Tucsonan. Community organizer. Activist who has been involved in the immigrant rights movement and fight to preserve cultural education in public Arizona schools before, during, and after the signing of the anti-migrant bill, SB 1070. So this is a U of A website. And they are actually calling this SB 1070, an anti-migrant bill. It's a law and order bill. This is University of Arizona. Again, Bob Robbins, wait, Bob, you know, he's the, the new president, Dr. Bob Robbins, Robert Robbins. Why is he not doing anything? Why do these things still happen? This can't be that hard to snuff these out, look at a story and go, who's doing this? Bring him to my office now. Right? Anti, she's also part of the anti-ethnic studies bill, HB 2281. She didn't like that. She tried to fight that. It says here, she further broadened her political analysis, and again, she'll be speaking at the conference. She further broadened her political analysis around gender, and and it says here, not women's rights, W-O-M-X, and apostrophe X is rights. After surviving sexual assault in 2011 and an oppressive rape culture of silence, denial, minimization, and victim blaming. Then she began dabbling in the art of spoken word and slam poetry to reclaim her story. Confront silence around gender violence in movement spaces. So she'll be talking about the strength to say me too, breaking down the cultures of rape and silence. So you have that. Now we'll get to um we'll get to uh another well, another couple of speakers on the other side. You have to you have to hear the rest. And there's more. It says there's several blank coming soon, coming soon, coming soon. No, it's a Saturday this year? Seventeenth, right? I don't know. Saint, Saint Why Pat- would I know when St. Patrick's Day is? I would not appropriate their culture and figure that out. Okay. It's not it's an easy Google search though. St. Patrick's Day 20. It is. Well, there we go. The only people that are going to go to that conference. So what if you just go drunk? We'd be dressed in green, drink some Guinness. We go to the conference. You guys would be better off if you had some beer. You might you might not be as angry. <clears throat> you got to hear the last couple of speakers I'm going to tell you about. And then you can comment if you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. And this is the thing. Like, if you your kid goes to U of A... And, you know, tuition's going up, you have fees there. Bring this story and be like, why am I paying for this? Why? Answer me. Be knocking on Bob Robbins' door right now. I'll send this to Fincham, to stay rep Mark Fincham. This is all part of, you know, you need the bill that he wants to do to oversee, um, basically to oversee NAU, U of A, and ASU. Every, Every other month you meet and say, justify yourself. So we'll get to that. What's the matter? I, I was just hoping that maybe we could go and you could get there and I'll dare no. you to tell one of these chicks to go get you a green beer. Hey, chicky, give me a green beer, please. Now. <clears throat> and I'm not just telling you because I think you're a woman. I'm just telling you because I don't want to get up. 
734. We'll continue. No, they don't. I have bet. good feet art supports. Don't tell them that. Yeah, it's true. Uh, we're going to continue. you got to hear the latest couple of speakers. It's incredible, the descriptions about these people on the U of A campus. Here's the latest right now from Fox. Education funding comes up for a vote at the state capitol today. I'm Greg Paul, KNST News. The House Education Committee is set to consider a proposal to extend a 0.6 cent sales tax to fund education. There's a mirror bill in the Senate sponsored by Republican Kate Brophy-McGee. The intent is to start that conversation, gather together those education stakeholders, and start talking about what we want Arizona education to look like going forward beyond 2021. 2021 is when the education sales tax is set to expire. Brophy McGee says they are working on the extension now because school districts need to know how much money they have to work with as they plan ahead. She had she hopes the sales tax extension is just the beginning of a much-needed reform to Arizona's education funding system. The National Weather Service in Tucson has issued a red flag warning for parts of southern and eastern Arizona today. Critical fire weather has prompted a warning that is in effect from noon until 7 o'clock tonight. You can expect strong winds, low relative humidity, and high fire danger for southeastern Arizona in the Tucson area. And how would you like to pay your taxes in Bitcoin? As Joanne Bauer found out, it could soon be possible. Arizona could become the first state in the nation to accept Bitcoin for tax payment. Under Senate Bill 1091, digital currencies approved by the Arizona Department of Revenue could be accepted for income tax payments beginning in two years. Now opponents are voicing concerns about swinging rates and additional responsibilities that would fall on the Revenue Department to convert the cryptocurrencies. The proposal did pass the full Senate last week and now advances to the House. Joanne Bauer reporting. I'm Greg Paul, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Calm. Central Pet, 882-7577. You want to get that dog trained, the dog you just got for the holidays, or maybe it's a dog that you've had for a few years. Maybe it's an old dog. You can teach an old dog, a new dog, middle-aged dog, new tricks. We had Rush Limdog trained at Central Pet. Phenomenal job. Uh, he walks better on a leash, uh, obeys commands, downstay, you name it. He actually listens. Never thought in my wildest dreams... He'd actually listen. We had him trained over five years ago, getting ready for our uh, our first son to be born. We didn't want him to, to jump up on him. He's a lovely, he's a loving dog, but I want him to have some control. And Central Pet helped make that possible. So if you want to have your dog listen, wouldn't that be great if your dog actually listened? Call Central Pet today at 882-7577. Ask them about their training programs. They also do the best dog boarding. Uh, I mean, phenomenal. They're staffed 24-7, 365. Uh, doggy daycare. Drop your dog off in the day. Have them run around all day. Pick them up at night. They're poop. They're exhausted. They love you for it. And Great Dog Boutique and Grooming, award-winning grooming. All at Central Pet, 882-7577, and go to centralpetaz.com. Speakers, I mean, what the heck is going on? Why are any of our dollars being used for any of this? You know, if you really want this to happen, don't let the taxpayers pay for it or students pay for it. Go down to the Communist Coffee Shop down on 4th Avenue and uh, do your slam poetry there. Three things I think you need to know. If you're just tuning in, I'll put this up at KNST. Uh, on my Facebook page, I should say, actually. My Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Because it's that good. I'll tweet it out. It's all there. This, one of the, the, the one of the speakers, we brought her up earlier, that's going to be that these people are insane. They all pick their pronouns, or someone pick their pronouns, things like that. Uh, one of them is Najima Rainey. Again, she's the Tucson native, U of A alum. A mom, a singer, a writer, person about town. And member of Black Lives Matter, Tucson Second Chance Community Bail Fund. She is the one, if you remember, we made fun of this for a long time, a year ago. It was like a year ago. Isn't that crazy? When they had the protest downtown, uh, there, there were people trying to stop buses that were carrying illegal aliens that were going to be taken to court 
to go to the hearings. You know, everything that's supposed to happen. This is the crazy lady that decided to roll around on the ground as if she was beaten, being beaten by people. And they let her go and she's rolling around. And then she realized after screaming like an idiot that nobody's touching her. She has been invited to speak. Again, she went to the uh, Pima County Board of Supervisors meeting and interrupted even, even Supervisor Dick Elias. Even he had enough of her. And she cursed at him and walked out. She was trying to say that Allie Miller's a white supremacist, which is always nice, right? This chick is nuts. Nuts. So, let's go to some other speakers that are invited, okay? <clears throat> um, Leah Stauber. Oh, this is the U of A employee. Leah Stauber. She prefers the pronouns she, her, and hers. Okay. She's an anthropologist of education, activism, social movements, and health. Yoga teacher. Grounded in historical yoga, yogic, yogic philosophies, I don't know, and Shambhala lineage of Buddhism. Um, mm, it looks like she's white. She shouldn't be teaching the yoga. It's privileged. We learned that. Uh, yeah. Across, it says here, across her work in academic community and yogic spheres, she carries with her the injection of ancient Buddhist teacher, Shantadeva, to continuously recommit to the path of Bodhisattva, warrior, whatever. The warrior for radical truth, compassion, freedom from oppression, and universal liberation. That's going to be great. That's something. We have that. Yeah, it's the whole Me Too thing. No, stop it. Now, here's one. Hamilton. This is, it looks like a woman. I'm assuming... But Hamilton prefers the pronouns. It's a person going by the name Hamilton. And in the picture, Hamilton, I mean, it's obviously a girl, but she's wearing a tank top. It says, genderless is more. I don't even know what is more what, but whatever. Um, she prefers, or whatever, Hamilton prefers the pronouns they, them, and theirs, even though Hamilton is one person. But it says here, Hamilton is a non-binary black and Chicon X grad student in the school counseling program at the U of A. Oh, you want this person counseling people. Excellent. Now, this is one person named Hamilton. Non-binary black Chicon X grad student. They, meaning Hamilton, are dedicated to increasing gender and sexual inclusivity through education, services, and structural changes. Imagine again having a child. You're paying for that child to go to school, or even if the child's paying for themselves to go to school, right? And you're like, okay, what are you going to do with your life? Well, I'm going to dedicate myself to increasing gender and sexual inclusivity. Wait, what? How are you going to pay for a mortgage? Mortgage isn't important, Dad. Come on. Currently, they, meaning Hamilton, work in the Women's Resource Center, of course, partnering with undergrad students, graduate students, and staff to deliver a multi-level, extensive, engaging and critical sexual violence prevention workshop to students. Multi-level, extensive, engaging. I mean, this is, these are the words. In their, meaning Hamilton's, spare time, they love going bowl skating, playing roller derby, hanging out with their spouse and family, and playing with pit bulls. U of A, baby. U of A. Think of the new football coach, Kevin Sumlin, heard this. He's like, where am I? What am I doing? What's going on? <clears throat> so this will take place at the U of A. Uh, again, March 17th, 
St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Um, session one starts at 10, 10 in the morning, and it goes like all day, all day long, all the way till, geez, closing is 4.30. I kind of want to go to the, I would rather do it myself one. That's bike mechanics with bikus. Oh. How to fix your bike, really? I love this. This is the best. Uh, hands-on workshop. We'll go over fixing a flat, bike safety, and how to properly lock your bike. Taught by Rex. Um, Amy Wan, two activists. I don't know. That's another one. Again, sex ed with Miss Jai. That's what's going to be there. Sex ed with Miss Jai. Yeah. Focus on dialogue and audience participation through anonymous questions related to sex, relationships, bodies, identities, and all things that make up the queer sex. Miss hmm. Jai will explore how we can talk openly and honestly about the sex we have or don't have. Like that. And how to navigate those spaces with a partner or partners. The WIS workshop is not exclusive to gender or sexual minorities, but the focus will be on queerness in its many forms. Hope to see you there. What if we just show up and we're like, <clears throat> we're guys. It's okay we say that, right? Okay. I can identify as whatever I want. Uh, nobody's a weak, guys. Can you please explain how to understand women? Can you imagine the backlash? Well, what kind of woman? Like a woman, you know, like a like a like real woman. Well, what do you mean? Oh, I mean like a woman. You know. Never mind. Like a like a woman. Uh, you know. Like a woman. <laughs> like you. Can you imagine that? This is going out the U of A. You proud of that, by the way? <laughs> you know, you, you kind of people that don't want problems solved, you just want to complain about them? It's not, listen. That should I, be an identifier right that there. That is an identifier. You're right. That is a female identifier right there. If you're a man that you think you're a woman and you solve problems, nope. you're not You're not really a woman. You're out. You're, nope, 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 no matter nope. what. You just want to complain about it without getting it fixed? You are a woman. Good point. I hope my woman's not listening. All right, let's continue. Uh, thank you. Uh, right now, I'll tell you what. Uh, caller number, what number do you want, Ryan? I like the number seven. Seven. 880-KNST, 880-5678. You will win a $50 gift certificate for either a facial or a waxing at Cheek to Cheek Aesthetics for Valentine's Day. If you're a guy, you win it for your lady. Don't tell her how, just tell her you love her. Caller number seven, it is yours on KNST. Lewis. Madame Holmes. I was out at the Madame Holmes uh, collection, the, the Dove Mountain area, where they have about 30 quick moving homes. I was out there on Saturday for the Parade of Homes, and it was fantastic. So many people showed up. There was a lady named Artie. She is a sweetheart. She walks right in. She says, I feel like I know you. I have a two-story home. It's just me. I don't, I, I don't need that much right now. She walked into the Sycamore model where I was up in the Dove Mountain area, and she's like, this is it. This is my house. This is fantastic. It was such a beautiful home. You have options when it comes to a Madame home up in the Dove Mountain area. Uh, anywhere from two to five bedrooms. You pick your, you pick it. What do you want? Uh, this, the model I was in was two bedroom. The shower was, I love these showers. Now you walk in, there's no real shower door. It's just this big giant shower area. I, I, I just, where I'm in life, it's, it's what it is. Had the biggest island you ever seen in your life. It had unbelievable stuff. It was, it was basically uh, this granite. I've never seen it before. They called it wavery, wavy ivory granite. It was so, everybody's saying, what is that? What is that? When you get a, a Madame home, they are, I mean, they are decked out. The detail is fantastic. The construction is great. Uh, and up in the Dove Mountain area, again, about 30 quick move-in homes. If you don't want to waste your time, 
uh, building a home. You're like, I have other things to do. I mean, it's a fun process. I've done it. But you're like, I just want to move into a brand new home for me. They have it. You can get in on average about 30 days, sometimes as little as two weeks. And these homes start in the mid-twos. Open concept layouts. They are entertainers' dreams. Mattamy Homes, M-A-T-T-A-M-Y, mattamyhomes.com slash Tucson Parade Homes. Going on again next weekend. Go check what Mattamy has up for you. Go to mattamyhomes.com slash Tucson. Congrats, Doug, on the big win. More gift certificates coming up. United Airlines made a tough call this month when they told a passenger traveling from Newark to Los Angeles that she would have to leave her emotional support service animal behind. The passenger had a ticket for Dexter the Peacock, but United said, (laughs) no way. Now, a 21-year-old college student's in the news over an incident that occurred last November. She was flying from Baltimore to her home in South Florida to take care of a medical issue. She had with her Pebbles, her dwarf hamster, which is part of the gerbil family, who was going to provide emotional support for her. Now, when Spirit Airlines refused passage for the rodent, the student says she tried unsuccessfully to rent a car. After agonizing for several hours, the student claims that she followed advice from Spirit representatives and took Pebbles to the women's restroom. The student says she was scared and so was Pebbles. Pebbles didn't know where he was going to end up with good reason. So Pebbles was put in the toilet, and the toilet was flushed. It's bye-bye Pebbles. And after the deed was done, the student said she sat crying for 10 minutes in the stall and then flew home. Now, Spirit says they never told her to flush the animal down the toilet. They do admit the student was originally told that her hamster would be allowed to travel. As for the peacock, (laughs) he should thank his lucky stars he can't fit in the toilet. Now, folks, do with this what you will, but all of it did happen. Really. Say, when it comes to identity theft, you have a choice, folks. You can rely on monitoring your credit and checking your bank statements, or you can get LifeLock to see more. LifeLock is able to see things you might not be able to see, like someone getting an online payday loan in your name. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to detect and alert you to a wide range of threats. And if you have a problem, one of LifeLock specialists will work with you to fix it. Now, of course, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But with LifeLock, you'll have identity theft protection that allows you to see more identity threats than you may otherwise miss. Membership start $9.99 a month plus applicable taxes. And you can get a 10% discount by using promo code RUSH. Just call 800-440-4833 or go to lifelock.com and use the promo code RUSH. That's RUSH. 10% off. Lifelock 800-440-4833. The White House says it would be happy to release the Democratic memo. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. If... Democrats clean it up, Xing out sensitive classified info. This is all political. What this really is, is they, they intentionally put sources and methods in the document, knowing that the White House wouldn't be able to release it. White House Legislative Director Mark Short, Democrats are preparing to make edits to their rebuttal to the Republican memo, alleging FBI bias using the Trump dossier to spy on an ex-campaign aide. What is revealed in our memo are quotations from the very FISA application that really demonstrate just how misleading the Republicans have been. Congressman Adam Schiff on CBS. President Trump has a plan to help rebuild bridges and roads and more, hoping for a lot of private investment. Fox's John Decker live at the White House. Well, White House plan includes $200 billion in federal infrastructure spending over a decade, which would be paid for through cuts elsewhere in the budget. House Majority Whip Steve Scalise welcomes the proposal. 
And it's got to have reforms, too. And the president's talked about this uh, so that we can reform the permitting process. The president tweeting this morning this will be a big week for infrastructure. After so stupidly spending $7 trillion in the Middle East, it's now time to start investing in our country. Democrats in Congress have already released an alternative infrastructure plan that calls for a trillion dollars in federal spending. Dave? John, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's sister has left South Korea after being in the spotlight at the Olympics over the weekend, inviting the South Korean president to her country for a summit for talks. Vice President Pence, also there, tells the Washington Post. Talks between North and South Korea, even between the North and the U.S., could be possible following he says that he got assurances from South Korean President Moon that pressure would be maintained on North Korea to rid it of nukes and missiles. Fox's Greg Palcott in Seoul at the Olympics so far. The U.S. has four medals, two of them gold. On Wall Street, a rebound in the first half hour of trading the Dow up 231 points coming on last week's big sell-off. Fox News, fair and balanced. 802, Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Reaction to the U of A debacle that's going on over there. Whatever happened, again, just producing students that can contribute to society, be productive members, that kind of stuff. You know, like good Americans. Eh, we'll get to that also. Um, this is really incredible. One of the one of the president's uh, top guys in the White House, Rob Porter, resigned. They basically kicked him out. Turns out he beat his wife. It looks like you got to hear how the media reacted to this with the lies. We'll get to it coming up. Here's the news. Arizona's junior senator is taking aim once again at the White House. I'm Greg Paul, KNST News. Frequent White House critic Senator Jeff Flake says it's a bit of an understatement to say the Trump administration could have handled the abuse allegations against former staff secretary Rob Porter better. I do think if you put on a political hat that that is a big problem. Um, Certainly uh, how we are viewed as Republicans uh, in the next election. The Republican tells NBC's Meet the Press there could be fallout politically. Flake added it's a big problem not to show any concern or empathy for the potential victim of these cases. The president tweeted on Saturday that lives were being shattered by a mere allegation. Also in the nation's capital, with the budget battle behind them, lawmakers are turning their attention to immigration reform. The Senate is expected to start an open debate on an immigration bill this week. Congressman Ruben Gallego told CNN the problem is in the House. Well, the path forward is hopefully a compromise. We know that the Senate right now, Democrats and Republicans have been working diligently on a compromise that's going to provide some level of border security in exchange for some stabilization and legalization of our dreamer community. The Democratic congressman accuses House Speaker Paul Ryan of stalling efforts to take up any legislation that doesn't meet the approval of President Trump. Gallego is calling on Ryan to show leadership and to allow a process where a compromise bill can be debated on the House floor. And U-Haul officials are handing out bonuses as a result of the Republican tax cut. The Arizona-based company will give full-time employees a one-time bonus of $1,200, while part-timers will get $500. Officials say more than 28,000 workers will see extra cash by the end of February, with more than 3,800 of those here in Arizona. I'm Greg Paul, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, hello, it's 8.07. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you. For hanging out, I just put that story up, by the way, at least the speakers, a link to the speakers. I'll put the story up later. On my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. Follow me there. You'll get the, uh, well, the 
evidence for yourself. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. Number one, this week the Senate will have uh, just some like just nonstop immigration talk. Everybody's going to have an idea. Everybody throw out your idea. What should it be done? What should be done? What should be done? Apparently some Republican senators will actually introduce um, exactly what the president wants. Others will just give amnesty like Flake and Graham and the rest of them. And who knows what the Democrats are going to say, but it's going to be just, you know, immigration all over the place. And they think they're going to actually get something done. I don't think it's ever going to happen, but that's just me. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Trump asked the FBI to look at the Democratic memo and the uh, Democratic memo in response to Devin Nunes' memo. The FBI director and the number two guy, the DOJ, said, well, there's a lot of uh, names in here. A lot of things that need to be redacted. It's not good. This can't get out. So just, you know, send it back. Please redact this stuff. And the Democrats attacked Trump over it as if it was his fault. They literally, the Democrats literally loaded the memo up with all kinds of things they knew would would be, would have to be redacted. And they want to make it to seem as if Trump is the bad guy trying to censor them. Meanwhile, Congressman Mark Meadows said 75% of the Democrats didn't even read their own memo. Yep. Third thing, I think you need to know the University of Arizona, they are uh, hosting a, or sponsoring is even a better word, but it's on the campus, sponsoring a feminist justice, social justice conference, a feminist social justice conference uh, where they're going to be talking about all things about gender identities, Me Too, yoga. To me, it's it's insane. There again, this is being paid for. I guarantee by fees and everything else that students have to pay and taxpayers have to subsidize. Again, um, some of it's going to be how to fix a flat tire on a bike. But the speakers, and that's what I put up. The speakers are literally radical nut jobs. They are they are crazy. See the list. It's on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Three things I think you need to know. No, no. So anyway. Um, I, there, there's, uh, there's more. Oh, there's always more. Um, Rob Porter, you hear this Rob Porter? Most people are like who? And I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. Um, Rob Porter apparently has two ex-wives. Uh, both of them say that Rob Porter beat them. Who's Rob Porter? Rob Porter, um, was one of Trump's top people in the white house. <laughs> Whatever position he had, he was just up there. He was one of Trump's guys, right? He was, he did apparently a good job. One of Trump's guys. Um, so Rob Porter, uh, it came out that Rob Porter, uh, I guess there was a picture came out. His wife, ex-wife had a black eye. Other wife said that he did this stuff to me too. He was scary, domestic abuser, blah, blah, blah. So they said, you're done. Then it came out that John Kelly, the reports, who knows if they're true or not. John Kelly knew about this and hid it from Trump and blah, blah. And then they said, John Kelly's willing to step down. There isn't one report that said John Kelly's willing to step down. Matter of fact, Trump made it clear to Kellyanne Conway, who went on Jake Tapper's show. She said, Jake. The president wanted me to tell you that John Kelly is, he's not wanting John Kelly to step down. He thinks he's doing a great job. He's not going anywhere. So anyway, um, what's really causing a firestorm, because why not, right? The, the double standard is huge. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. Um, the president was asked about Rob Porter, uh, February, uh, Friday. Rob Porter, uh, hey, he's going, what's going on, what's your reaction? Again, mo- 99.9% of the people in this country do not know who Rob Porter is. Doesn't defend it. President could have answered it better in my estimation, but this is what he said. Here we go. We wish him well. He worked very hard. I found out about it recently, and I was surprised by it. But we certainly wish him well. It's a, mm. uh, obviously, tough time 
for him. He did a very good job when he was in the White House. Uh, and we hope he has a wonderful career. And hopefully, he will have a great career ahead of him. But uh, it was very sad when we heard about it. And certainly, he's also uh, very sad. Now, he also, uh, as you probably know, he says he's innocent. And I think you have to remember that. He said very strongly yesterday that he's innocent. So you'll have to talk to him about that. But we absolutely wish him well. Did a very good job while he was at the White House. Thank you very much, everybody. So I see why people get mad. You're wishing well a guy that beat his wife? And Trump said, you know, he told me he's innocent. So one of his ex-wives wrote a, uh, a piece in Time magazine. And uh, Jennifer Willoughby, one of his ex-wives, she was very upset with the president. She writes, on Friday, a friend and I watched as the president of the United States sat in the Oval Office and praised the work of my ex-husband, Rob Porter, and wished him future success. Can't say I was surprised, but when Donald Trump repeated twice that Rob declared his innocence, I was floored. What was his intent in emphasizing that point? My friend turned to me and said, the president of the United States just called you a liar. Yes, and so he did. Okay. Um... Nowadays, you, you can't even say that because people jump to the conclusion that you're guilty no matter what. Uh, now, there's more Axios, and they're not exactly Trump-friendly, let me tell you. Hours after Time put that story out, Axios published a story claiming Trump actually believes the story of abuse told by Porter's ex-wives. Axios reports behind closed doors, the president has told multiple, multiple people that he believes the accusation about Porter and finds him, quote, sick. That's a Trump word, by the way. He says that about a lot of people, doesn't he? They're sick. Four sources who have spoken directly with Trump tell me his private comments about ex-aide Porter, whose two ex-wives accused of violent attacks have been brutal. Huh. So, do you think that Trump's trying to clean up the mess? You know what? I screwed up. I shouldn't have said those nice things. Maybe. Maybe. And again, you got to be honest, not good to say that about a guy whose wife, one of the ex-wives, comes out with a picture showing a black eye. Right? It's not good. Uh, He could have played it better, uh, but the media to jump all over this, like, okay, let's play Jeff Flake. Jeff Flake reacted to this, because there's there's a point to this, okay? Uh, The the holier-than-thou Jeff Flake, whose son killed a bunch of dogs... Another son uh, went by the video game player, uh, online gaming uh, name, N-Word Killer. Jeff Flake is upset about this. Ironic, isn't it? Number four, Jeff Flake on Meet the Press on Sunday. You didn't watch. I didn't watch. I just saw the highlights. Why should you, right? We need to get a Republican that hates Trump. Let's call Jeff Flake. Jeff, come on down. This is what Jeff Flake said about those comments. Here we go. Uh, how we are viewed as Republicans uh, in the next election. I think that that, uh, that is a big problem. And certainly, uh, substantively, it's a big problem not to show any, any concern or empathy uh, for the potential victims of, of these incidents. Uh, that is a problem. And that's something I think the president ought to correct. You know, Jeff was uh, not critical of Nancy Pelosi defending John Conyers and Al Franken until she had to. Right? Was Jeff? Did Jeff say anything about that? Jeff has been in Congress since what the year two thousand. How come Jeff hasn't said anything 
about the victim slush fund. You know, all these members of the House and the Senate that sexually harass, sexually abuse employees and then use taxpayer money to pay them off and it never sees the light of day. How come Jeff didn't say anything about that? Again, that's wasteful spending of our money, first of all. I mean, why are we paying for that? These these members of Congress should be paying for that, right? How come good old Jeff, the moral high ground Jeff Flake, didn't, didn't open up about that? But this, this is too much. Again, I just find it ironic. Now, it, and be honest, the president could have done a better job. He could have used better words, right? You know it, I know it, we know it. He could have done that. But... The fact that members of Congress, whether it's John Conyers, whether it's Al Franken, we can go down the line, all these people, they were hanging around with Harvey Weinstein for a long time, Matt Lauer, all hanging around together. They're all in the same group. They never said anything, now did they? And Jeff Flake now all of a sudden is like, well, we're going to be judged upon this. So you don't think Democrats will be judged? For the big pervs that they are? I mean, you did put up the scoreboard. There are some Republicans that, yes, sexually abuse people and harass, and they're, they're, they went down. But it is way more Democrat, right? Way more de- Democratic. So I um, I find it to be uh, a bit much and a bit rich for that to happen. Now, let's play it. Kellyanne Conway. Kellyanne Conway, number two, uh, went on ABC's This Week. This is why I like Kellyanne Conway. Because apparently Kirsten, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand of New York, she wants to run for president. She hasn't announced it, but there's a reason why she's doing this. I don't, you, you can't even tell me. Please tell me. I can't think of one actual success impactful success that kirsten gillibrand has had as a senator representing new york i can't think of one but she thinks she can actually be a good president in 2020 by the way you know the reason democrats are letting her do this is because they're like you haven't really done anything you want to go all right no one's going to be trump you may as well run okay you may as well run so anyway uh Kirsten Gillibrand said uh, Trump needs to step down. It's terrible what he did. Blah, blah. And if you remember, Kirsten Gillibrand loves the Clintons. She took pictures, even at the DNC in 2016, the Democratic National Convention, took a picture with Bill Clinton, posted on social media, happy birthday, Bill, everything else. And then all of a sudden, when all these uh, harassment claims come out, she said a few months ago, Clinton should have resigned as president at the time. Remember that? So Kellyanne Conway uh, responded to what Gillibrand said and more. Listen to this. Here we go. And I don't need a lecture from Kirsten Gillibrand or anybody else who protected and defended and harbored a sitting president who had sexual relations in the Oval Office and was impeached for lying. I I don't need a lecture from her or anybody else. And she since, of course, has said that President Clinton had resigned. But let's call this for what it is. That's a Democratic Party bereft of any ideas and any accomplishments. Every single thing that's happened has been without them. In the course of a month, her Democratic Party voted to shut down the government, sat on their hands when patriotic things were being said and honored at the State of the Union, including a 12-year-old boy who put flags on 40,000 veterans' Mm -hmm. graves. Oh, and not a single one of them voted for a tax cut that is already helping millions and millions of American workers, including women. So this is about a party auditioning for 2020, perhaps herself included. Yep. Good for her. I don't need to be lectured by her. Kellyanne Conway, man. She's a pit bull. I dig it. I dig it a lot. 880-KNST, 880-5678. So now, uh, again, the media is jumping all over this. As if Bill Clinton never existed. As if, I mean, enough is enough. We see past this, don't we? 
Don't we? I'll get a reaction coming up. Don't go anywhere. Just stay with me. I want to hear what you have to say. And the, the phones are just lit up. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We'll continue in five. More on this. KNST AM 792 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Valentine's Day is coming up in two days. Bailout right here for you. Go to Cheek to Cheek Aesthetics on Broadway near Swan. It's across from Sunlighting. Go get your wife a gift certificate. Do it. I'm just telling you. And I litmus test my wife. She went last week. And my wife, just like a lot of women, like to go for, uh, you know, different skin treatments. She got dermaplaning and a facial, right? And she said, I've never actually had people be so knowledgeable. She goes, that's one of the things. She's very, my wife, very analytical. Likes to ask a lot of questions. They gave her, you get like a little massage with the facial. And she said, I got dermaplaning done where they basically shave off all the dead skin. And my wife said, I felt so comfortable because they asked me all about my skin. I asked them all about things that they do. She said, I've never actually had uh, any kind of skin treatment done. That was made, was done specifically for me. You go to any other day spa, and you know what you get? Uh, the same old facial. You know, is your skin the same as your friend's skin? No, but they'll give you the same exact stuff, same exact treatments. Well, they tailored the treatment to what my wife needed. If you're a woman, you will love this. If you're a guy, your wife will love you. Congrats. You're welcome. Go to Cheek to Cheek Aesthetics. They are basically a med spa with day spa prices. They could give you the, you can get the same treatments that a dermatologist at significant discounts. Men, you want to go there and get waxed up ready for the summer? Go ahead. You want to get a facial and dermaplaning? Go ahead. You want to get acne scars removed? Go ahead. All there at Cheek to Cheek Aesthetics. Call them. 449-8020. They're on Broadway near Swan. Go get a gift certificate and go to Cheek to Cheek Aesthetics.com. Good morning. This Market Minute is brought to you by the Greenberg Financial Group. After two weeks of selling, a thousand-point upside reversal on Friday wasn't enough to keep last week from being the worst week in two years, but it did have some things we look for in a market bottom, so the market did open higher today, although we expect the recent volatility to be with us for a while. The Dow opened up 200 points, quickly jumped to a 350-point gain. About an hour in, we're hanging on to a 100-point gain. S&P 500's up 5, NASDAQ's up 13. Gold six dollars higher at twelve. Excuse me, thirteen twenty-five. Oil's up seventy-five cents to sixty bucks. In corporate news, shares of CSRA jumped thirty percent at the open after the information technology company agreed to be bought by General Dynamics in an all-cash deal valued at nine point six billion. And Restaurant Brands International, that's the parent of Tim Horton, Popeyes, and Burger King, up seven percent after a solid quarterly report. Reporting from the Greenberg Financial Group, where your money matters. This is Dave Sherwood on KNST. Well, if people knew, 828. We're going to get talked to about that later. Yes, we are. Uh, 828 is going to be sunny in about 70, what did I say, 73? Yeah, what? 72? Sure. Something around there. We're 70 gonna be, something. We're going to be cooler for the next uh, 10 days. So they say now that could all change by tomorrow because global warming cannot be predicted. Anyway, um, 880-KNST, 880-5678. All this hypocrisy that is going on. The president is the worst. He's this. He's that. Blah, blah. Uh-huh. Again, it's the media. Are you believing the media? I don't think people are really believing the media. Before I play for you, before I get to your calls, just be patient. I want to play one more soundbite. It's a little off topic, but it just proves how insane the media is. Robert Reich, Labor Secretary, when uh, Clinton was president, right? Like when Rush does that, Robert Reich. Number five, Robert Reich actually is on uh, Reich. He's on CNN debating Stephen Moore, who was on this show. He's a good dude, smart guy, helped Trump come up with the tax policy. 
And Robert Reich actually made this claim. Listen to this. The, the, the expansion of the good economy really has been an expansion that started years ago. It started under Obama. It's a continuation mm. of that good economy. I oh, mean, yeah. to, for, for, to, for Steve Moore to say that this is, this is Trump's doing is ridiculous. I mean, all of the gains, mm. all of the stock market gains in anticipation of the stock of that tax cut have been eliminated. I mean, the, it, there has been no actual impact of dollars. Donald Trump on this economy wow. and on this expansion that started actually started in 2009. Really? The economy expanded in 2000, growing at a whopping 1.8% for eight years under Obama. That was the average. That's why you can't believe a word these people say. And like, okay, so you can't call that off being fake news? Get out of here. Is that even news? It's, it's just, it's just, just fake. it's just dumb is what it is. <laughs> Lois, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hi, how Hi. are you, Garrett? Good, what's happening? Well, I, I am just kind of baffled because uh, this reports from these ex-wives, this is not workplace violence, and it, it happened in the private sector and the, their private lives, if it happened. And I'm not defending this guy if he's guilty, but it seems rather strange to me that if these two women were abused that they never filed a police report. You know, and, that's, and that's evi a great evidently point. they didn't because it had, didn't show up in his background check. And that would have been a, you know, a red flag uh, to anybody in the White House that, hey, maybe this guy has problems. But now they're just waiting till now. I meant, you know, to make a political point or to bring down one of the people in Trump's administration. I don't know how this got there, but it sure makes me baffled as to why, you know, there was no police report. To, to show and, and just so you know, I mean, I've had two black guys, one when I ran into the door and one when my mm. grandson hit me in the nose. And mm. I have pictures of those as well. Oh, my God. So, I mean, you know, that doesn't mean squat that you have a picture of a black eye because, I mean, black eyes happen many ways. You know, so, I, I want you to, you know, you bring up a very good point. Uh, I don't know if you saw Sebastian Gork. And here's the thing. It, you know, where you work, if somebody's beating their wife, you don't want that person there. You don't want to be associated with that person. That's just terrible. And we are all innocent until proven guilty, but it, it's, it's just terrible. And Trump said behind closed doors, according to Axios, it's sick, it's bad, it's this, that. I get it. Sebastian Gorka, though, he actually was on Fox over the weekend, and he said he thinks... You know, like you said, this didn't show up in the background check. There was no police report. He believes this is total deep state where the CIA has things about people in the Trump administration and they are deliberately releasing them at certain times to try to cause chaos and try to destroy him. Well, I'll tell you, as a woman, if my husband did that, I would have filed a police report. Yeah. And why wouldn't they have if it was so bad that they now exactly. are coming yeah. out and saying yeah. something? How That's many great... years later? I don't know how far off this was but why now why and why didn't they not file? again so listen 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 his. listen listen do you hear what i'm saying though yeah. he thinks the cia literally is releasing this it. info they have the dirt and they're just trying to screw up trump that's what he I, believes i believe it yeah it's a great point Lo, thank you for calling i appreciate sure. it take uh -huh. care bye-bye um I, I saw that and i thought that was very interesting but he pretty sure brings up a great point why would you not call the cops at the time I know God, I would never do that to my wife, but I'm pretty sure my wife would either try to, one, kill me, two, call the cops, maybe both. Which every order? Person, every person, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which order? Every person's different. Mark, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, yeah. Hey, if you play that uh, tape that you played earlier from the snake, um, Flake. Okay. <laughs> they, uh, he actually says in there that there are potential victims. So if you play it again at the end, he says that, well, that's the exact same thing as Trump saying due process. I mean, if you're just guilty because you're accused, 
what the, you know, it's okay if Snake says potential victims, but it's not okay if Trump says potential victims. That's a good point. You know, we'll play that. Play, play the, play that twenty second flake sound bite. Right, yeah, number four, number four. Let's let's hear. Well, let's hear while you're live on the air with me, Mark. Here we go. Play it. Uh, how we are viewed as Republicans uh, in the next election. I think that that uh, that is a big problem, and certainly uh, substantively, it's a big problem. Not to show any a concern or empathy uh, for the potential victims of uh, uh, these incidents, uh, that is a problem. And uh, that's something I think the president ought to correct. Yeah, it's like, what did he want the president to say? Like, if this did happen, it's terrible and it's not going to be stood for. The guy got kicked out of the White House. What else do you need, yeah. right? I mean, if everybody's guilty of things you're accused of, there'd be a whole lot less people on the streets. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> th- thank you very much for the phone call, Mark. I appreciate it. You know, it brings up, I wanted to bring it up tomorrow, but we could bring it up today, too. And I have other stuff to talk about. But Allie Miller had a Facebook post I thought it was very interesting. Do you know what Uncheck the Box is? Maybe we'll talk more about this tomorrow. Uncheck the Box. Doug Ducey wanted it maybe because he wants more people in the labor force for cheaper wages. I don't know. Maybe he just thinks it's the right thing to do. Uh, you come out of a prison. You're a felon. you got to check the box that you've been convicted of a crime. Generally, when that happens, people will take that application and toss it because nobody wants a felon working. And I know it's a tough situation, right? So what do you do? You have a whole bunch of people that can't work. What, what do you do? So they want to go uncheck the box. So then you don't, you never know if somebody actually was convicted of a crime. But if somebody is accused of a crime, all of a sudden they're fired, their lives are ruined. It's like they're put in the same in the same box as the person that has been been convicted of a crime. You get what I'm saying? We'll have more on this actually coming up. We'll get to I thought it was a brilliant point by Allie Miller. A brilliant point. Um, we'll get to that as well as Walgreens. Walgreens is going full target. Did you hear what Walgreens is doing? Yes, as if they don't realize Target lost millions of dollars in stock value. Uh, I will explain. Walgreens, oh boy. It's coming up right now on KNST. Here's Fox. Education funding comes up for a vote at the state capitol today. I'm Greg Paul, KNST News. The House Education Committee is set to consider a proposal to extend a 0.6 cent sales tax to fund education. There's a mirror bill in the Senate sponsored by Republican Kate Brophy-McGee. The intent is to start that conversation gather together those education stakeholders and start talking about what we want Arizona education to look like going forward beyond 2021. 2021 is when the education sales tax is set to expire. Brophy McGee says they are working on the extension now because school districts need to know how much money they have to work with as they plan ahead. She adds she hopes the sales tax extension is just the beginning of a much-needed reform to Arizona's education funding system. The National Weather Service in Tucson has issued a red flag warning for parts of southern and eastern Arizona today. Critical fire weather has prompted a warning that is in effect from noon until 7 o'clock tonight. You can expect strong winds, low relative humidity, and high fire danger for southeastern Arizona in the Tucson area. And how would you like to pay your taxes in Bitcoin? As Joanne Bauer found out, it could soon be possible. Arizona could become the first state in the nation to accept Bitcoin for tax payment. Under Senate Bill 1091, digital currencies approved by the Arizona Department of Revenue could be accepted for income tax payments beginning in two years. Now, opponents are voicing concerns about swinging rates and additional responsibilities that would fall on the Revenue Department to convert the cryptocurrencies. The proposal did pass the full Senate last week and now advances to the House. Joanne Bauer reporting. I'm Greg Paul, KNST AM 790, most stimulating talk. Tom. So you're trying to buy a home. Uh, you find a home you like, but then the bank says no. 
You have great down payment. Bank still says no. You go, what's going on? The bank says you don't uh, you don't fit the box. You're not showing the consistent monthly income. You go, but I make good money. Yeah, but it's up and down and up and down. Gets frustrating, doesn't it? You know who can help you with this is Bob Zachmeyer. He leads the Win3 team powered by EXP Realty. Bob Zachmeyer uh, can get deals done. See, because this is what he does. He connects with buyers with investors. Now, he there are people that have extra cash looking to invest, different things in the market. Who knows? Retirees. Uh, and this, if you're a retiree and you have a bunch of cash sitting around, would you like to, I don't know, make up to, I don't know, something like, you know, around 35 times more than what the bank pays you for your money sitting there? Uh, they can fund the loans. The retirees can fund the loans. This is how deals get done. People get homes. Fees. What fees? Not the same fees you normally get. Whether it comes to uh, buying, Bob can make sure he gets the deal done for you. Uh, when it comes to selling, Bob has ways to get you he and his team, they have ways to get you more money than you normally would when you sell a home. Sell it more quickly and less hassle. And if you're looking to do investing without dealing with, with uh, land, you know, tenants, toilets, 3 and phone calls, Bob can show you the way there as well. And if you're an agent and this all sounds good and you're like, I'm frustrated because I'm missing out on sales, maybe you should join Bob's team. He's always looking. He, he, every, listen, Bob actually helps agents across the country. And you could work with him. He leads the Win3 team powered by EXP Realty. Call him today at 314. Sold. Leading talk. 843, thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, this week, this week, maybe even today, it looks like the Senate, they're going to have their gigantic talks on immigration, and the media is going to say, and hopefully they can come with a bipartisan, a bipartisan, a bipartisan thing. Good luck with that. Uh, You know what? Trump knows what he wants. Paul Ryan knows what Trump will sign. So does Mitchie Boy McConnell. But he's going to appease everybody like the dopes like Jeff Flake and the rest of them that think they're actually going to make a difference and they're not going to. Um, as a matter of fact, we'll have more at 910 this morning with Chris Kobach, an expert on that, what he said about this situation as well. Uh, but this is the week they're going to try to get to it. I don't think anything's going to happen. We'll talk about that. Uh, second thing, I don't think any deal is going to come, come through. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that Uh, The Democrats are attacking Trump for not releasing their memo, but it's because he was told by the FBI director there's a lot of stuff in here that needs to be redacted. They put a lot of sources and methods and names. Republicans didn't. Democrats did on purpose because they wanted it to be held up and they wanted to pick a fight with Trump. That's what they wanted. Simple as that. Um, We all know this. And by the way, 75% of all Democrats didn't even read the Democratic memo, according to Congressman Meadows. Third thing I think you need to know, University of Arizona... Social Justice Feminism Conference, is that what I, is that what I, what did I exactly title it, right? Let me look at my prep right here. Oh, yeah. Sponsoring a feminist social justice conference. That's what it is. And if that's not bad enough, they're dumb enough to have it on St. Paddy's Day. Who the hell's going to show up? You know, a bunch of people that hate life to begin with, instead of having fun on St. Paddy's Day, would show up to that. Um, But you should see the speakers that are showing up. And I have, I put that that link on my Facebook page, that story. Go there and check it out. KNST, uh, sorry, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Also like KNST, I'll share it there as well. Three things I think you need to know. By the way, I just got a, an email from Elizabeth uh, for Garrett Lewis. Had an ad. Uh, Garrett Lewis had an ad for sun lighting for a free lamp. Surprise, I actually have a new lamp. Thanks to Garrett. I do use the companies that advertise in your station. Well, thank you, Elizabeth. Now you're just showing off. I like when people win. I'm all about winning. That's what we do here. All we do is win, 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 right? That's right. Um, All we do is win, win, mm. win. And listen, uh, there are people that come up to me, and I'm flattered by it. And there's more to life now, but you never know what's going to happen. I like to keep. I like to be unpredictable. 
I like to be unpredictable. People come up to me and go, I hope you stay here for a long time. How are you still here? Why are you not in a bigger city? Blah, blah. I like to keep management on their toes. But as long as you keep buying advertisers' products and supporting the station, I will keep doing a phenomenal show for you. That's how it works. But you never know. But that's just how it works. All right. So what do you think, um, by the way, about... <laughs> what do I get out of this? Uh, you get to work with awesomeness every single day. No, no. Anyway, mm. you get the inside. No. Oh, I get the inside already. Oh yeah. Oh my god. What? Horrible. Uh, anyway, oh, my. I thought Allie Miller. We'll get to the Walgreens thing in just a second. I thought Allie Miller had a great, great, great uh, piece. Uh, she just put a post on Facebook that made a lot of sense. Again, what do you think? Eight eight zero KNST. Eight eight zero five six seven eight. Um, uncheck the box means that in Arizona, and I think Pima County did it as well. When it comes to job applications, no more. They're, they like banned the thing. Check here. If you've been convicted of a crime, if you're a convicted felon, check here. Cause a lot of times if you do check that people are like, I don't want to work with a convicted felon Bye. and listen, maybe they've changed their life around who knows, but it's, you know, it's, it's tough, but you know, you know, maybe that's part of society. You have to pay the price. You do something that bad. It's going to stick with you. And don't people have a right to know that? I'm sure it's hard to get a job. So Pima County changed that. They said, no more checking the box. We're banning that. You can't ask people, blah, blah, blah. Doug Ducey wants to do the same thing for the state of Arizona. So Allie Miller put on Facebook, and I thought it was a really, really, really good point. Um, it seems like the government, Pima County, Arizona, they're, the government seems to be doing everything to protect people that actually are convicted felons, but people that are accused, not convicted of anything, are the ones getting their lives destroyed now. And there's nobody that can protect them. As soon as you get accused, that guy grabbed my butt. He said something to me. He looked, he put his hand on my shoulder. He did this. As soon as there's any kind of an accusation, you are like the plague and people want to get away from you as fast as they possibly can. How is that fair? And there's no good answer, and there's no right answer. It's just, I thought it was an excellent observation. And I'm mad that I didn't think of that. So there's that. Now Walgreens. Oh, now I wasn't big on Walgreens to begin with. Uh, I, I don't know how they get away with this, but they do. Their pharmacists get kickbacks. Uh, if your doctor writes you, I've said this before, if you're new though, if your doctor writes you prescription, and it's for a branded drug, and there is a big difference between branded drugs and generic drugs. Don't believe the hype. I mean, some generic are just fine, but there is a difference. They're, they're not the same. Uh, by law, a generic only has to be 70% of what the branded is. People don't know that. Unless your doctor on his prescription pad checks the box, prescribe as, direct, as written. People at Walgreens, CVS too, they literally will change it and give you the generic without even asking you. They get kickbacks from the generic drug companies. How is that legal? How is that fair? And they'll tell you, oh, it's the same thing. Oh, it's, it's not. It's not. Anyway, uh, Walgreens is now letting men in women's restrooms and women to use men's restrooms. It's happening. Do you know why this happened? Apparently, there was a customer, a gay customer named Jesse Meehan. Now, Jesse's a girl. Jesse is not transgender. Jesse said she was not allowed to use a, woman, a women's bathroom at a Los Angeles location 
Um, she claimed she was on her way to, to participate in the city's LGBTQ Pride Festival in 2017 when management saw Jesse and literally thought Jesse was a guy. You know, look, it, there's some women that are lesbians that look like guys. It's just, it is what it is, right? So they said, no, you can't use it. They literally thought that she was a guy. So she said the store managers told her the policy was to restrict bath, bathroom uh, use to a customer's appearance. And she said, I had to go, so I didn't put up much of a fight, and I used this stall while men used the urinals next to me. This in itself was very humiliating for me, and I felt extremely uncomfortable. Listen, I get it. So she felt uncomfortable, and she complained about it. And she went to the L.A. chapter of the ACLU. They threatened a lawsuit. So Walgreens backed down and said, all right, we'll, anybody that wants to use anything, just go ahead. But isn't it the opposite? I mean, now because of this, now you're going to have women feel very uncomfortable because men will be able to use the bathroom with them. How does that make sense? Right? So uh, Jesse Mian said she bought items during her visit. She argued with a store manager and corporate headquarters to no avail, so she went to the ACLU. And now Walgreens is saying um, they define gender identity, a person's innate, deeply felt sense of one's gender. One's gender identity may not correspond to the person's sex as assigned at birth. So anybody can use any bathroom they want, blah, 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 blah. Yay, Walgreens. Target lost millions. Well, Walgreens will continue. 851 KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, man. Beautiful kitchens. You know, you can have one, right? Have you uh, suffered? Well, we've all suffered through the eight years of Obama, right? The bad economy. Now the economy is growing. Market's doing well. Jobs are being created. Wages are going up. You know, maybe now it's time to put some more money back into the old Pueblo, right? The old home. That's what you can do. And Granite Planet can help make your kitchen great again. If your kitchen has been updated since you bought the house in 2005 and the house was built in 1996, it's time to do it, right? Whatever it is, you can get that great granite or the marble or the quartz. Granite Planet has it all. They have slabs of granite on the premises. And I've seen them do such incredible work. They have taken a slab of granite and made it into a radius to make this unique, cool island that maximizes the space in a kitchen. It looks fantastic. Phenomenal work. It's a family-run business, family-owned business. They're on First Avenue near Glen. They can do anything you need to your kitchen, your bathroom, anything from the, the countertops to the cabinetry to the fixtures to the sinks to the tile floor to the backsplash. They do all the work. There's no subcontractors. They make it so easy to make your kitchen or bathroom great again. So go see what they could do for you. First Avenue near Glen. Call Granite Planet at 747-1008 and go to graniteplanetaz.com. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.375%, APR 4.62%. But choosing the right mortgage lender involves so much more than just a rate. Only Quicken Loans has earned 12 J.D. Power Awards. No other lender comes close to that level of client satisfaction. And we invented Rocket Mortgage. It gives our clients a simpler, hassle-free way to get a mortgage completely online in minutes. No one else has anything like it. And our people. Each one of our 17,000-plus team members throughout Detroit, Cleveland, and Phoenix provides absolute client satisfaction each and every day. So why would you go anywhere else to get your mortgage? Go to America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com for the best mortgage experience on earth. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. 
senators are getting ready to talk about immigrants, legal and illegal. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. A rare debate will start this afternoon. Fox's Jared Halpern live at the Capitol. All that exists right now is a shell of a bill. A vote this evening will set up the Senate process for debating and voting on amendments. The goal is to find proposals that can win 60 Senate votes, expected in the end to provide some pathway to legal status or citizenship for DACA-eligible immigrants, those brought to the country illegally as children. President Trump, many Republicans also want new limits to legal immigration and billions of dollars for a border wall and other security upgrades. Dave. Jared, Democrats are prepared to make edits after the White House refused to release their memo saying it contains classified info. It rebuts the Republican memo, alleging an FBI bias doing surveillance on an ex-Trump campaign aide. Democrats say their version sets the record straight, but is being blocked for political reasons. President Trump will this hour meet with state and local officials pushing an infrastructure plan to rebuild bridges and roads and more he hopes could reach one and a half trillion dollars. And the way that it'll work is the $200 billion in federal dollars will not be granted until state and local governments come forward with private investment to match it. White House Legislative Director Mark Short, former President Obama and First Lady Michelle on display at the Smithsonian. Their portraits just unveiled. I tried to negotiate less gray hair. He also ended up at the stage joking. I tried to negotiate smaller ears. Struck out on that as well. His portrait will be among the Smithsonian National Gallery portraits with many other former presidents. On Wall Street, some gains. The Dow's of 184 points to start the week. He was a crooner. You're breaking my heart. Victor Moan scored a number one hit with that song in 1949, now dead at age 89. He wasn't as famous as Frank Sinatra, but Sinatra once said Damone had the best pipes in the business. Fox News. Fair and balanced. 902, Garrett Lewis with you. KNSTAM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Um, did you hear a butterfly? Apparently this is the last gas pump. A butterfly, people think, may stop the border wall from being built. I have great news for you on that. Uh, also, the Senate is going to talk about immigration. I don't think anything's going to happen. We also get to the story I mentioned Friday about Obamacare. How much wasted money, how much money was given to the people. Wrong money. Billions. It could build a wall. We'll get to all that. Here's the news. Arizona's junior senator is taking aim once again at the White House. I'm Greg Paul, KNST News. Frequent White House critic Senator Jeff Flake says it's a bit of an understatement to say the Trump administration could have handled the abuse allegations against former staff secretary Rob Porter better. I do think if you put on a political hat that that is a big problem. Um, certainly uh, how we are viewed as Republicans uh, in the next election. The Republican tells NBC's Meet the Press there could be fallout politically. Flake added, it's a big problem not to show any concern or empathy for the potential victim of these cases. The president tweeted on Saturday that lives were being shattered by a mere allegation. Also in the nation's capital, with the budget battle behind them, lawmakers are turning their attention to immigration reform. The Senate is expected to start an open debate on an immigration bill this week. Congressman Ruben Gallego told CNN the problem is in the House. Well, the path forward is hopefully a compromise. We know that the Senate right now, Democrats and Republicans have been working diligently on a compromise that's going to provide some level of border security in exchange for some stabilization and legalization of our dreamer community. The Democratic congressman accuses House Speaker Paul Ryan of stalling efforts to take up any legislation that doesn't meet the approval of President Trump. Gallego is calling on Ryan to show leadership and to allow a process where a compromise bill can be debated on the House floor. 
And U-Haul officials are handing out bonuses as a result of the Republican tax cut. The Arizona-based company will give full-time employees a one-time bonus of $1,200, while part-timers will get $500. Officials say more than 28,000 workers will see extra cash by the end of February, with more than 3,800 of those here in Arizona. I'm Greg Paul, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Seven, how you doing? What is up? The sun's up. Man, this whole show just flew right by. Three hours down, fourth hour now. Morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, the Senate is having what they are calling this week a freewheeling debate on immigration. I guess anybody can get up to the mic and be like, I think we should do this, and I think we should do that. And they all just listen to him and go, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And Jeff Flake gets up and, I think we should do... Thanks, Jeff. Hey, somebody get Jeff a little uh, pick-me-up. Can he, you know, something? Any? Okay. Uh, I don't think it'll lead to anything because uh, Trump knows what he wants, and I don't think that these other guys... I don't think Trump. Uh, I don't think Trump thinks that they can get this. And I, anyway, I just don't think it's going to happen. We'll get more on that from Chris Colbach coming up in just a, a couple of seconds. He talked about that. Uh, second thing I think you need to know uh, is that the Democratic memo was not released because the FBI head honcho Chris Ray said the Democrats in their ten-page memo put all kinds of sources and methods and names. They need to be redacted. He can't just release it. And Trump said, "I understand." And the Democrats attacked Trump for not wanting to publicize their memo because they did it on purpose to try to attack him. We knew it was going to happen. Uh, Congressman Mark Meadows said even 75% of Democrats haven't even read their own memo. You got to love that, don't you? Third thing I think you need to know, University of Arizona, where is Bob Robbins when you need him, right? The, uh, the, the, the big cheese who apparently is going to get rid of all this stuff, but good luck. St. Patty's Day, next month, uh, a bunch of angry chicks going to host a conference and it's a u of a sponsored conference right on the campus it's a feminist social justice conference as if it's bad enough that that's going to happen um get this uh, the list of speakers you'll see them on my facebook page facebook.com slash gary lewis radio like it and follow the stories up there um a bunch of uh, people that uh, choose pronouns that are their plural um it's you have to see it to believe it. One of the speakers is uh, one of the people that was a year ago uh, arrested. She's a Black Lives Matter community activist lady. Uh, she was arrested for trying to hold up the deportation buses, and she started freaking out and cursing and rolling around on the, the, the streets. Same chick, same one that went to the Pima County Board of Supervisors meeting and wanted to call Allie Miller a racist and even interrupted Richard Elias and then cursed at him and walked out and gave the finger. I mean, real class act, and she's going to be at the U of A, baby. Got to be proud, right? Bear down. Three things I think you need to know. Again, stories on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Enjoy it. Like it and follow it. All right, so um, so this is, uh, this is awesome. This freewheeling thing. What the hell does it even mean? Right? This, Jeff Flake, vote for the tax reform, and we will listen to what you have to say when it comes to immigration. Okay, you have my vote. I was promised that I would get something done, and oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. He's part of it. I mean, that's part of the... I, so I don't think anything's going to happen. Yeah, I, I, after a little while, I mean, I, I had faith in Trump, and, and I still think that he's not going to sign something that's going to be stupid. 
Everything Jeff Flake wants is not what Trump wants. As a matter of fact, let's play number three. This is Jeff Flake on this. He's all excited about this. I was I was asked to go on Meet the Press to bash the president. Need a Republican to bash him. Now we're doing this. Here we go. Listen to this. Here we go. But there will be proposals put forward. The president put together a framework that I think is constructive. Um, there are bipartisan groups working, several of them in the Senate, uh, to come to a solution. I think that we can, uh, but if there is a problem in the end and we can't reach that, yeah. I think that these dreamers need to be protected. They need to be protected. They, oh, I mean, they just, you know what? Can you get the Mary Ann Mendoza soundbite from uh, last June? These dreamers need to be protected. I just want to play for you. Yeah, that's the one. I just want to play for you something that just shows how much of a Honestly, a lying dirtball Jeff Flake is. Can I, can I say that any more clear? I mean, I'm allowed to say that. It doesn't make you sound good. Why not? Jeff Flake just said he need, we need to protect those dreamers. Is it DACA or is it dreamers? Which one is it? Is it both? Okay. And um, a Mesa, Arizona police officer, Brandon Mendoza, was killed a couple of years ago by an illegal alien driving drunk on four different highways up in the Phoenix area. And he, he hit Brandon head on. Brandon was trying to stop him. He's driving the wrong way on freeways, this guy. And he hit Brandon head on and killed him. You know, Jeff Flake never, in John McCain too, but they, Jeff Flake never reached out to Marianne, his mother, to give his condolences. That an illegal alien, driving drunk, you name it, Killed her son, a police officer, not even to say thank you for your son's service and everything else. Why protect Brandon and other Americans when Jeff thinks it's more of a priority to protect dreamers? I even asked Marianne about this. Listen, here we go. From the state of Arizona, McCain, Flake, any of these people ever reach out to you? Never. The only politician who reached out to me after my son's death was Congressman Stephen King from Iowa. And he helped us launch AVAC yesterday because that's how much he cares about what happens to our families. I have never heard from one politician in Arizona telling me they're sorry for the death of my police officer's son. Yep. Sucks, doesn't it? And you get this guy that gets up there and, and acts like, again, he's holier than thou. Wouldn't even reach out to one of the people that he represents who lost a son. That's how much of a phony Jeff Flake is. That's it. Again, this guy, this illegal alien, May 12th, 2014, killed Brandon Mendoza, Sergeant Brandon Mendoza of the Mesa Police Department. The guy was, uh, the illegal alien was driving three times the legal limit drunk, also high on meth, drove 35 miles the wrong way on four different freeways. Yep. That's what happened. Um. Really awful. She lost her son. Flake's a joke. All right, let's uh, let's continue. Now, the reason we bring that up is because they are having this freewheeling debate, right? I don't think anything's going to happen. Chris Kobach, the co-author of SB 1070 here in Arizona, he's the Secretary of State in Kansas. Um, let's do number seven first. Uh, he was asked about this whole situation, uh, about the freewheeling, trying to reach a debate and trying to have a debate and reach conclusion and have all this stuff. Yeah, right. Listen to this. 
Well, I don't think the debate, a freewheeling debate in the Senate is going to produce anything that's very good based on what they're talking about right now. Look, the president set down a very clear marker. He said, if you want this amnesty for the DACA recipients, you, you have to give me, you have to give the American people the wall. You have to get rid of the, the visa lottery. You have to get rid of chain migration. And I would add one more thing that's in the Goodlatte bill on the House side. You have to give us E-Verify. If that's the terms of the deal, then the president should feel comfortable signing it. But if it doesn't have those four things, he should walk away. And I don't think anything the Senate's going to produce is going to have those four things. There you go. I don't think so either. So what do you think the outcome is going to be? March 5th is going to come. There will be no resolution. Uh, so what happens then? The de- do you think Trump kicks the can down the road? He can't kick the, the can down the road again because then they'll realize well, he's never going to pony up to this. Is he going to say, all right, you guys couldn't do this. You know what? We're done. Thanks to you, Democrats. You didn't want to come to. I, I offered this. Now these people are going to be deported. No more DACA. No more applications. Uh, bye-bye. It's going to expire, and their applications expire, and they're here illegally. That's just what it is. Well, then he also exposes the Democratic Party for being useless mm-hmm. and not willing to come to the table mm-hmm. and work on something. Which will, you know, listen, the people that hate Trump, that want the deal and the amnesty for everybody, they're never going to vote for him anyway. This will just, first off, he's following the law. This will just also make them not want to show up to vote for Democrats in November. He's playing it perfectly. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Now, if you didn't realize, there will be arguments (laughs) that are going to, (laughs) Um, there are arguments to try to stop the border wall for environmental purposes yep there is a judge that hates trump u.s district judge uh curiel gonzalo curiel he called trump a hater or no trump called him a hater state of california environmental groups don't want the wall they say you can't have it because it would endanger a species of butterfly and a mexican shrub a butterfly and a shrub. Of course, it's a Mexican shrub. It was an American shrub, you know. No, I'm kidding. It's the uh, Kino checker spot butterfly and the Mexican flannel bush. So many jokes come to mind. So many jokes come to mind. Anyway, Walgreens, whatever. Um, so this guy is uh, is the judge. Well, he hates Trump, so it wouldn't shock me if he's like, yep, you know what? That's it. I hate Trump. No wall. Yeah. Got to keep the bush. Got to keep the butterfly. Because a butterfly can't fly over the wall. Maybe it can. Maybe it can. Who knows? It's a right. nice bush. You think so? It, it, is, it is a very nice looking bush. Yeah. I'm not much of a shrubbery kind of guy, but. But it's got good color. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. nice yellow. Nice no, yellow I don't orange. see any thorns on it. Uh, that's a very big part. Yep. So, um. Keep it. Yep. So anyway, this guy's going to hear this stuff. Um, the National the National Environmental Policy Act, the Endangered Species Act, the Sierra Club, there, everybody's going after him. Well, Chris Kolbach says, don't worry. There is nothing that will stop this. Even if this judge, if he goes by the law, he will dismiss it. But he hates Trump, so you never know. Listen to Chris Kolbach explain this. Here we go. Under federal law, that will not be enough to stop it. Thankfully, Congress, back in 2005, because of similar ridiculous environmental lawsuits against the late 1990s portion of the wall that they built near San Diego, Congress passed a law that says 
All legal requirements can be waived in order to build a border wall. All legal requirements. It's the broadest waiver clause found anywhere in federal law. So if the judge reads the law as he should, he's going to say, look, the Endangered Species Act, Clean Water Act, all these federal laws fall aside when it comes to building the border wall. So the case is a loser from the plaintiff's perspective. But of course, uh, we have it in front of a judge who you know, may not have the best feelings about President Trump, and then it goes to the Ninth Circuit after that. So it may be a while, but eventually the U.S. will win. <laughs> so there you go uh there's nothing they can do about it zero zip zilch nada none um by the way there's more things did you see what else is actually apparently you know you can't build the wall because of these things um rodents who wants rodents in their home right nobody wants rodents in their home uh however oh boy <clears throat> oh boy um there's there's like a certain kind of mouse it's got a particular name uh, it is the, let me make sure I get this correct, uh, the Pacific Pocket Mouse will be disrupted if the border wall is built. Riverside Fairy Shrimp also will be disrupted. Riverside Fairy Shrimp, the Pacific Pocket Mouse. Wait, we got shrimps in the desert? I don't know. I'm, I'm con just as confused. The Center for Biological Diversity, they're nuts. They're the ones that have filed, they're part of the group that has filed this um, they say a ruling on a border wall with Mexico must go through normal environmental reviews. Apparently, that's not true. Like, like you just heard Chris Kobach explain, that's not true. Can't be stopped. Beat it. Right? Beat it. The pocket mouse and shrimp. Where, like, is there a stream with Riverside? And they're fairy shrimp. Okay. What does that mean? Is that not against, I don't know, you to assume something's a fairy? I mean, that's just probably, what if it's not, and, and what if fairy's going to be mad, and if they're that good, Riverside Fairy Shrimp, I mean, are they, are they good in a scampi? It's one of my favorite things to cook, shrimp scampi, even, even without the butter or the wine, you just a little salt, pepper on some shrimp, a little olive oil, and then you squirt some lemon over it, it doesn't get any better than that. Now I want some fairy shrimp. Watch, it's probably not even shrimp. <laughs> It's probably something totally different. It's bigs. Yeah, it's something, it's something stupid like that. Oh, man. <clears throat> I'm looking um, at this bush still, but I, I also find a version. stop? It's called the California flannel bush. So which is it? Is it California or is it Mexican? It's, I, it's Mexican flannel bush, but maybe in California it's California. I, I don't know. I, it's, uh, yeah. No, I'm leave it alone. Leave it alone. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Yep. Uh, how about that one for you, right? Um, now, there's more. Uh, I got to get to the story also. Your reaction and the story about how much money is wasted since we could spend this on a wall when it comes to Obamacare repayments. This is the most... In this is government gone mad. Why isn't Jeff Flake said anything about this? Billions in waste. You have to hear it to believe it coming up in 4. 921 Morning Ritual. Gary Lewis, KNST, AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Bless. Did you get a chance to go to the Parade of Homes this past weekend? Uh, if you didn't, I have good news. It's going to happen again this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday from 10 to 6. Uh, there were a lot of people there. Scattered site home tour. You could check out homes from great home builders all across southern Arizona, from all the way down to the Vale area, through central Tucson, all the way up to Marana to Oro Valley. Go there. It's a family-friendly event, kid-friendly. It's free. Just go to ParadeOfHomesTucson.com. Better yet, download the app, Parade of Homes Tucson. It is such a cool app. Download the app there, and you get your. You know, even though it's free, you have to have tickets. Uh, my wife went with her mother yesterday, 
And then she came home and she brought me to some more. I was there on Saturday because I was at the Madame Homes collection uh, that was open to the Parade of Homes. And it's fantastic, man. I mean, you get to go in and see all these beautiful homes. Even if you're not in the market for a home, you can go check out uh, designs, kitchen designs, living room designs, outdoor designs, bathroom designs. These homes range in prices of 200000 to a million dollars. I mean, you have Madame Homes, uh, you have Toll Brothers Homes, all kinds of homes, some with dog washing stations. Go to this great event, Parade of Homes Tucson. It's going to happen again this weekend. It is so cool. Tickets are free, but you have to have them. It's a lot of fun. And you know what? I was there at the Madame uh, Sycamore model up in Dove Mountain. And I mean, people walked in. One, one lady walked in. She goes, this is the home I want. This is it. You could get all kinds of questions answered. It's just a lot of fun to check out these homes. Paradeofhomestucson.com. Nine twenty-six. Thank you for hanging out. This is going to drive you nuts in just a second. It really is. Uh, going to be sunny and about seventy-two, seventy-three or so out today. Uh, we're going to be in a chilly time, only in the upper sixties and low seventies for the next week or so. Maybe a little bit after that. How can we survive? Oh, upper sixties, low seventies, sunny mountains. Oh, it's just terrible. Um, I found this story, and by the way, listen for your chance. One more gift certificate today, and then one more tomorrow. Cheek-to-cheek aesthetics. This is your bailout. Now, women, you can win it and treat yourself. Guys, you win it, you're good. If you don't win it, go get one. Go get a gift certificate for Valentine's Day because your wife will love it. My wife loved her experience there. I'm just telling you, it works. Anyway, Washington Times story. I saw this. IRS overpaid nearly $3.5 billion dollars. In Obamacare tax credits in 2017, and they can't recoup the money. Three and a half billion. It's a good chunk of the wall, isn't it? Now, how much has you know Obamacare went into effect in what 2011? So how many years? How many? This could have built the wall. Get this. This is government for you. This is why they can't be in charge of this stuff. The IRS overpaid almost $3.5 billion in Obamacare tax credits just last year. Can't recruit, the, can't recruit the money because of constraints that were built into the program. Republicans apparently, I love this, frustrating Republicans who failed to repeal the health care law but say that money could have been spent on programs for veterans or infrastructure. So that, yeah, these same idiots feel so bad they could have repealed the whole thing. I don't feel bad. You're so frustrated. You could have just gotten rid of it, but you chose to not do it, so shut up. A Treasury watchdog said the government paid out, ready for this, roughly $24 billion in Obamacare subsidies in the heart of the 2017 tax filing season, with $5.8 billion in overages. Of that $5.8 billion, about $2.3 billion was clawed back, leaving $3.5 billion in outstanding excess payments. A Republican congressman, Phil Rowe, Tennessee, the overpayments were that much? Question mark. Hey, genius. He said he's trying to expand an assistance program for older veterans and their caregivers. He said, I can think of a lot of things that I can use the $3.5 billion for. So why can't they do this? What's going on? Why can't they get it back, right? Um, it gets to be a little bit confusing. The amount the that uh, customers receive is based on their expected earnings. 
At the end of the year, they're supposed to reconcile what they anticipated with what they actually earned. So, you know, they tell when they sign up for Obamacare in November, they say, I think I'm going to ask, I'm going to make, I don't know, $28,000, 30 grand. What if they make more? What if they make less? So at the end of the year, they're supposed to reconcile what they anticipated with what they actually earned because some received higher incomes through raises, promotions, a better job. They have to repay the IRS, right? But Obamacare authors, they wrote it. They were so afraid that the threat of a big tax bill would discourage people from buying Obamacare Obamacare coverage altogether. They set limits on the amount of money the government could actually claw back. Oh, we don't want people to think they're going to owe us money at the end of the year, so then they're not going to sign up at all. Oh, we don't want that. We got to have more people signed up so it looks like it's really working. And oh, yeah, who cares? Not our money. Why should they actually set limits on how much money they could actually get back? Imagine if you owe the federal government money. You're doing taxes. Now it's tax season. Tax guys like you owe $4,000. What if you're like, you know what? I just don't feel like paying it. There's no law that says the IRS can't come knocking on your door saying you owe us. You owe us money. Pay us. Don't want to even do that. All right, you got a job, right? Yeah, we'll just take it right, right out of your out of Yep. Can't do it this way, though. The $3.5 billion figure told lawmakers they're still leaving a lot of money on the table. You think, oh, great, it's our money, you geniuses. Anyway, the 2017 figure is more than five times the number from 2015, the first year, the first tax year Obamacare was fully operational. So assuming similar overages for the rest of the decade, you ready for this? The next few years, the $35 billion would be more enough. They think they get that through 2020. The $35 billion in overages they can't get back would be more than enough to pay for the border wall. And, of course, have money left over to cover an anti-opioid effort. Stupid government, man. Stupid government. All this extra money. They literally wrote in there that, you know what? If we pay out too much, we can only get X amount of dollars back. Everything else, forget it. Let the people keep it. They'll think it's great. They'll love Obamacare. They'll keep voting for us. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Is that not one of the most frustrating things? Like, when I read that, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And it doesn't even get that much play. Have you heard that anywhere? I haven't heard it anywhere. All right, there's more. But they're so efficient, Garrett. Oh, yeah, government's very efficient, aren't they? Just ask Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. It'll be so great when we have single-payer systems. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. Man, there's so much more I want to do. I'll put the video of the dreamer that supports Trump on my page, on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Also, stick it up at knst.com. Uh, however, this is, a, this is a strange one. Imagine your kid goes to elementary school. And halfway through the school year, the principal comes out as transgender. What do you do? What about the kids? I will tell you about that coming up in about uh, six minutes. 932 on KNST. Here is Fox. Education funding comes up for a vote at the state capitol today. I'm Greg Paul, KNST News. The House Education Committee is set to consider a proposal to extend a 0.6 cent sales tax to fund education. There's a mirror bill in the Senate sponsored by Republican Kate Brophy McGee. The intent is to start that conversation gather together those education stakeholders and start talking about what we want Arizona education to look like going forward beyond 2021. 2021 is when the education sales tax is set to expire. Brophy McGee says they are working on the extension now, 
because school districts need to know how much money they have to work with as they plan ahead. She had she hopes the sales tax extension is just the beginning of a much needed reform to Arizona's education funding system. The National Weather Service in Tucson has issued a red flag warning for parts of southern and eastern Arizona today. Critical fire weather has prompted a warning that is in effect from noon until 7 o'clock tonight. You can expect strong winds, low relative humidity, and high fire danger for southeastern Arizona and the Tucson area. And how would you like to pay your taxes in Bitcoin? As Joanne Bauer found out, it could soon be possible. Arizona could become the first state in the nation to accept Bitcoin for tax payment. Under Senate Bill 1091, digital currencies approved by the Arizona Department of Revenue could be accepted for income tax payments beginning in two years. Now opponents are voicing concerns about swinging rates and additional responsibilities that would fall on the Revenue Department to convert the cryptocurrencies. The proposal did pass the full Senate last week and now advances to the House. Joanne Bauer reporting. I'm Greg Paul, KNSTAM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Nine forty. Thank you for hanging out. It is your morning ritual. Keep listening. Your chance, your chance to win cheek to cheek. Aesthetic gift certificate. Doug won the last one. Good job, Doug. Remember the hangover? Oh no, our Doug is 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 uh, is a white Doug. <laughs> remember that? You don't remember? You remember that? Okay. No. We can say that on this show because we make fun and love everybody. It's what we do. We have a white Doug. Uh, we don't have any Dougs. Oh. But, but Doug won. Three things I think you need to know. Your chance to win coming up before the end of the show. Three things. Number one. Um, what are you looking at me for? Somebody texted me Desert Sea Monkey. Remember, oh, is, the sea, is, remember sea Monkeys back in the 80s or 90s, 80s, in the back of like comic books? You buy Sea Monkeys, like little people living inside your thing. They're actually shrimp. <sighs> I'm sorry. I was too busy making <laughs> out with girls. I didn't read comic books. And by making out, I mean... Anyway, three things I think you need to know. I know you can get the ads. They yeah. get mailed to your house and you yeah. Sea Monkeys. and yeah. So dumb. Yeah. So dumb. Uh, anyway, three things I think you need to know. I wonder if you could cook those. Uh, number one, you probably could. Number one, the, the Senate is going to have a is going to have a uh, phenomenal, phenomenal week where they actually think they're going to come up. They're all going to have a free willing debate. They get to say what they want to do on immigration and DACA and Dreamers and Amnesty and a border wall, whatever. And I guarantee nothing comes of it. I'm just telling you right now, nothing comes of it. But they're doing that this week because, well... Jeff Flake wanted it for his vote for the, the tax reform. Great. Thanks, Jeff. Using you. Moving on. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, the Democrats attacking President Trump. I mean, they are just attacking him big time because he didn't release the Democratic memo. But the reason he didn't release the Democratic memo is because the FBI director said it's 10 pages. Republican was four. They put sources, methods, names, everything. It needs to be redacted. Please send it back for them to redact this. And that happened. And next thing you know, the Democrats knew they did this on purpose. And they're like, he won't release it. He is just being partisan. But I mean, it was just a planned attack. And we know it. It gets old. It's now old. It's expected. It's old. It's like the boy who cried wolf. Um, good luck with that. Third thing I think you need to know, University of Arizona having a uh, feminist social justice conference. They are sponsoring it. A feminist social justice conference 
where the speakers are absolutely insane, too, and the U of A should be ashamed of itself, and we get to sponsor that and pay for that, and students do with fees, and you do as a taxpayer with your 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 tax dollars you pay to the state of Arizona, you get to subsidize it. Beautiful, right? Somebody needs to get fired. I have that story on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, and you'll see it yourself. All right, so um, those are three things I think you need to know. Um, this uh, this story about a principal. Before we get to the principal, caller number seven. Hang up on that person. Caller number seven. You will get a. Should we do the other fifty dollar one and save the hundred dollar one for tomorrow? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, big prize tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow will be the one hundred dollar Valentine's chocolate strawberry facial. Don't ask me how, but cheek the cheek is doing that. I mean, I'd rather just eat the chocolate strawberries, but that's just me. But call number 7-880-KNST-880-5678. You will win a $50 gift card so you can get a facial or a waxing or give it to someone that would enjoy it. Cheek-to-cheek aesthetics. I'm telling you, if you don't win, go buy a gift certificate there. My wife loved her experience. You will be a hero. And ladies, it's unlike any other day spa you've been to, so go check it out for yourself. One more chance to win tomorrow. Uh, Caller number 7-880-KNST-880-5678. It could be yours. Now, and I'll announce the winner's name. I doubt it'll be Doug again. It better be Doug. Um, Now, let's go to this story about uh, the principal who literally, and this this really hits home because I have a child that's going to start kindergarten in August. Still weird for me to do that, by the way. We started the Wednesday after Labor Day, but whatever. Uh, back in New York. So anyway, there's this uh, there's this principal that I swear, I mean, what would you do if your kid starts the school year and Principal Bob is there and halfway through the year, Principal Bob's like, you know what? Call me Principal Barbara because that actually happened. Well, not the names, but there's an elementary school in Massachusetts. This is from the College Fix. Um... Tom Daniels of the Stanley School in Swampscott, Massachusetts, sent a letter. (laughs) He sent a letter to the community. He says he struggled with their gender identity, with gender identity since his grammar school days, and that he identifies as both male and female. I identify as both. I mean, why not, right? I mean, it's, you identify as both male and female. This, this, This could be confusing. And he's the principal of an, of an elementary school. So he says, I identify as both male and female, but eventually will transition to just female. And he said, don't call me Tom anymore. My middle name just happens to be Shannon, one of those unisex names. He said, now I'll go by Shannon. Okay. He says the moniker means wise river according to his Irish roots, and it's used by both males and females, and it's uh, it's perfect. It's perfectly denoting my fluid gender. What, does he wake up on a particular day feeling like a man versus feeling like a woman? I mean, I just, you know what? I, I identify as a woman when I want someone else to pay the check at dinner or lunch, and I want the door open for me, and I identify a man in every other way where I can get my privilege. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, what would you do if this happened in your kid's school? Because this happened to me. Like, I mean, my son, uh, we just registered him for school last week. And uh, he took a tour of the school. My wife and I did. Then she took him. 
and he met the principal and a very nice lady and all this other stuff. And if all of a sudden she became a he, you don't think my son who's five years old would be confused? How does this happen? What's going on? It's just not appropriate. Listen, if you want to do your thing, do it in your own time. That's fine. I don't think it's appropriate for you to be uh, in charge of an elementary school and do this. It's, it's too confusing to the kids. As for how parents can help break the news of this change to their kids, now Shannon Daniels offers a few suggestions. Quote, there are many different ways boys and girls express themselves. It's important we accept everyone as they are. Really, you're going to buy that? Principal Daniels may look and sound different, but inside, Principal Daniels is the same caring person. How long until, Mommy, Mommy, are you going to be Daddy soon? Daddy, are you going to be Mommy soon? Yeah. This doesn't change the fact that Stanley School is a great place to be and learn. You buying this stuff as a parent? I'm not. Hell no. In an interview, Daniel said he woke up one morning recently and said to himself, who am I and what do I want? I am Ryan, and I think I want waffles. (laughs) Ryan just said to me during the break, during the commercial break, is this what you wanted in your life? And I said, no, I want to be a hockey player. And he said, said, well, when did that stop? I said, when I realized I wasn't going to be taller than 5'7". So... Uh, yeah, you know, life throws some things at you and you got to adjust and you got to move on. It's yeah. just, it, it's a reality. It's not always nice. It's not always fun, but it is what it is. So, yeah. Who am I and what do I want? I said internally, I'm a female and I want to be one, Daniel said. It gave me this incredible peace and happiness. It was just right. At age 52, I'm brave enough and maybe foolhardy enough, foolhardy enough to do the right thing. And right after his announcement, of course, he was so supportive. It's really nice. All kinds of emails send me great things, blah, blah, blah. He knows this transition won't be easy for everyone. Well, the big question is, um, are they going to cut his salary? Oh, my God. Yeah, you now make, because that's what the big myth is, you now make 77% (laughs) of what you used to make. It, It has to. I'm sorry. That's just the rules. Them's the breaks, right? Uh, In his letter, he said he'll be honest and transparent. No. Is that what you really want? And we'll do everything in my power to ensure there is no negative impact on our school and community. The superintendent said she applauded the decision and admired his courage and honesty and transparency, and I hope you uh, join me. Yeah, okay. Daniel said that he, she, and they are all appropriate to identify himself or herself or his self or oneself or z-self or z-self, whatever the hell it is. So there you go. Um... It would be a lot different and more accepting because adults can kind of get their minds around this if he had a regular job and wasn't just in charge of, you know, teaching children. I Seriously, like what happened if, if you were at work, in our work, all of a sudden one of our coworkers is all of a sudden like, you know what? I'm a chick now. I mean, we, okay, whatever you want and stuff and it'd be weird and you just. Do you get a second birthday? No. Or do you get to change your birthday? No, no, no. You that, can't be younger? No, no, you do, you're not an ageist in that aspect. You identify well, you, as younger? You're changing There's your, one guy your here gender. that works here, actually. He wants to get a fake ID to prove to girls at the bar that he's actually not as old as he is. Yeah. 
Imagine that. Yes. The, the chins tell the story, though. So you can't. Everything tells the story. Exactly. But he literally is a single guy that's older, and he wants a fake ID so he can show girls <laughs> that he's not quite his age, which is approaching 50. Uh, he identifies <laughs> as a 32-year-old, and he actually lives like a nine-year-old. So there's that. Anyway. Um, oh, it's so true. Again, my, my, my son would be confused. I'd be confused. It's just not right. It's just not appropriate. You know, it's... You got to think there's consequences to everything, you know? And you might need a new profession at that point. You might need it. Um, 880-KNST, 880-56... It's true, 880-5678. Uh, yeah, I know. We need, we need, I know. We need to go. 951. Um, I will try to get you just a little bit more from that U of A... Feminist Social Justice Conference, where they're going to teach yoga, and some are our U of A employees, and some of the speakers. If you missed it, this is just it's epic, epic. Exactly what uh, these people are that are going to speak at this Feminist Social Justice Conference at the U of A, and will anybody do anything about this? Morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. We'll continue in five. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. The morning ritual with Garrett Lewis. Windows of Greater Tucson four eight eight ninety four sixty nine. The economy's getting better. Consumer confidence is up. Maybe now you can feel a little bit better, a little bit more secure to put some more money back into your home and replace the windows instead of having these old windows that are not efficient. They're ugly. They're not efficient. They let the uh, the heat in when it's hot outside and the AC out, and they let. They let the heat out when it's cold outside. You know, they just don't work very well. You'll be surprised. If you got an estimate for your windows from other people in town to replace them and you were scared, like, I didn't realize it would be that much, you need to call my guy, Pat Doherty, who owns Windows of Greater Tucson at 488-9469. He generally comes in at about half the price compared to other people in town. Half. Sometimes as little as a third. There have been people I've met at, at Mr. On's, at the beer club, and they're like, dude, you're so right about Pat. He's so he's a good dude. He's do, doing the windows in my home. I was amazed. You were right. What an incredible estimate. He's installed over 12,000 windows in southern Arizona. He has low overhead. He passes the savings on to you. Every month that you wait, the price goes up, though, because there's major demand for windows because homes are being built at record paces. There's homes being replaced by that are damaged because of hurricanes and wildfires. Call Pat today, 488-9469, and go to windowsofgreatertucson.com. And it says here, Rex, is, they'll be speaking at the Feminist Social Justice Conference sponsored by the U of A. Rex is a Western Mass born and raised genderqueer that loves to fix and ride bicycles. What more do you need to know? That's just one of the speakers. That will help these people get a job in society, right? You have to check out the rest of them on my Facebook page. Like it and follow it. Tomorrow, Oral Valley... A new tax? Using a new tax to pay off the golf course losses? What? I'll fill you in. Rush is next.